Alright, welcome to part two of MGI Does E3 2018. Uh, the first part of this, yeah, that was really, that was kind of awkward, wasn't it? That was, a, that was, that was a rough. We'll fix it in post. Lead in. I love it, though. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, so Hopefully. the first part, I'm definitely not fixing that. Definitely not fixing that. <laughs> the, uh, so, um, you know, the first thing we covered, we talked a little bit about uh, kind of our E3 prep and kind of our overall uh, you know, we're recording this, we recorded the first part and we're recording this after E3, so it's not like we're, you know, in the middle of it, still fully hyped up. Right. Um, so, you know, we covered EA Play. Um, I think this kind of the standouts there were, uh, you know, Battlefield 5's multiplayer, that's not Battle Royale. Right, um, right, definitely. A little bit of, like, Battlefront 2 is making some important changes, and uh, Anthem, of course. Um, we talked about Microsoft Show, which was crazy. I mean, just so much stuff. Almost too um, much. Almost too, yeah. It was like looking back at the list. Um, you know, when we were deciding where to cut the first episode, uh, like the halfway point is like right after Bethesda and Microsoft, basically. Yeah. Um, crazy amount of content. So, like, yeah, we, of course we did cover up Bethesda as well. Yeah, like like looking back at Microsoft's conference, like after, mm -hmm. it, it was probably like right after we had shot, um, or we had recorded episode one of this E3 2018 uh, coverage we've done um i was like a lot of these people like something like uh uh sekiro shadows die twice mm -hmm. um what else what else would be a really big one uh like, i mean obviously the like early devil, reveal of like, fallout that nobody was expecting like devil may cry uh -huh, dying may cry. light too i think those mm -hmm. ones would have benefited more from not being on xbox's stage yeah like they could have got a little more, a little more um, attention. Attention, just literally anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. It's kind of crazy. Um, um, even like, okay, so they showed off uh, division. Yeah, yep. Um, there was a lot. I mean, the, the the show was packed, and it's it's almost like um, other shows were weaker because of that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that Square Enix's show was really weak because of that, which we'll get to today. Well, it, it was interesting because we were coming off of a, a very, very poor show. We went mm -hmm. from... It, it was the perfect setup for Microsoft. They had a a, gar like a pretty garbage show in front of them. And then they had their like amazing show they knew was amazing. But I think having that pretty poor showing before it made it mm -hmm. better. Yeah. Yeah. It just made yeah, it go like, true. this is everything that we would have wanted out of a show. That would be like an EA show, right? Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, then we covered uh, you know Bethesda show. Saw a lot more rage. Um, saw some some gameplay of Fallout seventy six, which is really cool. And then we got all those teases that just like titillated me to my core. Yeah, I mean um, they announced know, Starfield, Elder Scrolls six. Yeah, they also announced that um, you know some free stuff immediately. They're like, Prey's mm -hmm. got a free update tonight. Um, yeah, Fallout Shelter. Shelter's three-year anniversary. It's also coming to the Switch and the PS4 for free. Mm -hmm. You can also download um, the Elder Scroll Blades for free. Yep. Um, I mean, they had a good show. It was a shorter show. Um, but they hit all the points that they, like, a new Fallout's mm -hmm. great. Showing off a Fallout and an Elder Scroll in the same show? Like, not even yeah, showing off that. Like, just acknowledging that it Mentioning exists. Mentioning it, yeah. Yeah, and then not only that, they're like, and also we're taking our first step in 20 years to do a new IP, Starfield. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which... That was awesome. I mean, it, it's everything, like, now we have post-apocalyptic, we have fantasy, 
and now we're moving into um, like like a star fantasy, like a right. uh, like a Sci-fi. space a space epic. Right. Um, yeah. Very cool. Great show. Um, um, so yes, uh, and that's where we're starting we out. Yeah. <laughs> right, starting out our uh, second part here. Um, we had uh, the Devolver Digital show at uh, 11 p.m. on Sunday. Oh, um, Devolver Digital is definitely like a different. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a typical um, show in any way. No, um, definitely not. It's pre-recorded. Uh, it's it's got like a lot of reverse shots of the crowd watching that are just like all idiots. It's really funny. Yeah, like they're uh, drinking tea or like someone's like pointing at their friend's popcorn. They're like, "Can I have some?" And you can see them like mouthing yeah. the words, and then they reach okay, and they reach over and grab a small handful, and they recycle the shots like nine times. Yeah, which is really makes which it funnier is, every time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a running joke. Uh huh. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, they didn't really. Uh, most of what Devolver does is just kind of make fun of what everybody else in the industry is doing. So they had like several battle royale jokes. They had several loot box jokes, which was really good. They had a Bitcoin um, joke. Bitcoin joke. Yep, that's that right. was really good. Uh, but the core of their, I mean, like what they actually really showed was um, they showed off Scum, which is a battle royale game that's what is it coming into early access or something in um august of 2018 i think i think it's releasing august um Mm -hmm. i don't think it has an early access part i'm not sure if they're doing i don't know well i I guess i guess we'll see i didn't get details on that because it didn't really say Mm -hmm. so but it just says releasing august 2018 right um which is a a battle royale that's based more along uh the the lines of, like, you're, like, a character in a prison break. Mm-hmm. So I believe you're you're an escaped convict. And you're, you've are you escaped, but um, it kind of reminds me of, um, con- uh, I think it was Condemned, the movie, not the game. Um, okay. With, uh, who was it? Stone Cold was in it, right? Mm-hmm. Where, uh, well, I think a better reference would be, um, like, The Suffering, where or yeah, manhunt, yeah. where you have to survive, be the sole survivor of this battle royale competition, mm-hmm. and if you survive, you get to walk free. Right. I feel like that's the way it, it's set up. I'm not sure if that's exactly, yeah, that's but what I know it looks they, like. yeah, they they have cameras set up like all around in different sectors, so you know people can watch what's you know as the carnage is unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, but as gameplay, it's a standard. Uh, it's just a standard um, like battle royale game mm-hmm. with ridiculous shit. Like I saw a dude wearing boxing gloves and uh, boxing shorts that were the American flag, and he was running away from a bear in the woods. Uh, uh, like, yeah, ridiculous. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it has like some different mechanics, like what your the people that die become like zombies, right? Oh, does um, it? I'm not sure actually. I think that that's what you know. They said that when when you die your body becomes part of the world or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't really sure what they were talking about, but that I, I think what they're saying is you, there's like zombies running around Zambinos. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's really sick. Uh, so then from that, uh, you know, they had like another interstitial of like some good jokes, classic. And some just ridiculous uh, bullshit. Yeah. Roasted EA a little bit. I think they saw the dude's arm off and then they went straight into uh, my friend Pedro, which we've seen before, but Hell we had yeah. a really good look at it this time. Yeah, um, my my friend Pedro is a uh, is like a, a 2D uh, side scroller platform mm-hmm. bullet time bullet shooter. hell shooter. Yeah, yeah. 
um, where it has like a lot of like mad uh, Max Payne vibes, where you can like mm. slow down time. You have like bullet time. Um, the character can do a ton of stuff, including like kick items in the environment at enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, even okay. like ride a skateboard, stand on a barrel, and just walk the barrel along the level mm-hmm. and run people over while he's still <laughs> spraying bullets out of these two Uzis. Um, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, and the environments are super cool. Um, he's wearing like a he's wearing like a, a mask. It's kind of cyberpunky in in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kind of reminds me of uh, Ruiner a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, which um, is another Devolver Digital produced game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I, I'm watching a small video. He just kicked a guy's head clean off his body, and the head yep. banked off and hit another guy. Yep, that's the kind of shit we're looking for here. Yeah, uh, it, it's ridiculous. Like he just shot a pan off the ground when it flew up in the air. He started shooting the pan. And mm-hmm. the bullets were flying in random directions, taking out enemies that were above him. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's so it's, sick. I, I think the best way to describe this thing is just a uh, a bullet hell platformer. Yeah, bullet hell chaos platformer. Yeah. Um, Looks really good coming to um, yeah. Steam and Switch, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's, that's something I was... Uh, did we ever look into that? Like, um, it, I'm not sure if it's been announced... Uh, for other consoles, and they were saying, oh, it's also coming to Switch. Um, um, yeah, let me look I'll here. dig into that. Uh, Switch and PS4 is what Kotaku says. Oh. two days ago. So I think they were announcing that it was coming to Switch, but it's also coming to Steam. Um, it's listed as PS4, but then now at the bottom I'm looking at it, and it says PC and Switch. So Yeah, I, I, I haven't sure. seen anything about that. I think I'd always heard... Just, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this could be crazy on Switch. Yeah, this is going to be. I think this is definitely going to be a Switch game for me. Like, it it just it looks like it work. It'll work. Like it's obviously awesome. on PC, it'll like play better and run better. But having okay. this on the Switch is just going to be crazy. Um, yeah, just having it offline and you know running with it. Right, and not have yeah being able to do it on the bus and have everybody like look at you in fear. Yeah, that's a big oh, one. Fuck. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, they, they had kind of a, not a, a huge surprise because it had been teased, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it's something really cool to see. Uh, they are doing a remaster of Metal Wolf Chaos, uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD, coming to PC, PS4, X-Boner. Uh, that was a kind of a weird um, chaos. It was a uh, From software game. Was it? Uh, yeah. It was before they got good. It was only on the original Xbox, and then the weird part is that it was only in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, third-person shooter uh, from software came out in 2004. A fictional president of the United States uh, is the victim of a coup d'etat by the vice president, and you have a mech, so you as the president get in this... Basically, you're George Bush, and you get in this mech to go kill... Uh, Dick Cheney is, is actually what this game is. Which is exactly the what the whole game's about, yeah. Right. And I, like, I, I really want to jump on board with that. See, <clears throat> yeah, and this one's coming to Xbox One, PS4, PC. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I never played uh, I never played the original. I never played Metal of Chaos. Oh, no. Um, yeah, me neither. So, you know, I, I looked at it, and, like, when they were talking about it, 
See, the, the thing to note with the show is there's so much shit going on. You can't even actually tell what video games are actually happening sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it seems like they're joking. Yeah. And I'm like, is this a joke or not? Like, <laughs> because I've heard the, the, the of the game Metal Wolf Chaos. You know, I just never played it. Um, right. And when they were showing it, I was like, this, the president in a mech, this is a joke, right? <laughs> I think that's sick as fuck. It's, it's, it's funny, and it turns out it's real. Um, so, you know, you know, in between all that, uh, last year's show, they had this, uh, they had this gag where this guy came up to the stage and he's like, the, or the lady goes, all you have to do is throw your money at the screen and then reach into the screen and take whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So now you can get the items that you want instantly. And so the guy throws money at the screen, and when he puts his hand in, it just fucking shreds his arm, rips it off at about, you know, middle of the forearm. Um, at the end of the show, uh, after they had played the, you know, they were playing the credits, um, you hear a voice off stage go, you know, call out to the chick who's running the show, who ran the show last year as well. And uh, he, like, pulls his cape, his little, like, cloak that he had around his... Uh, around his like upper body, pulls it away to reveal that he has a, a chain gun on his arm now, <laughs> like fucking oh, Barrett from Final Fantasy VII, mm -hmm. and he mm -hmm. just lays waste to her, just so shoots good. her down. He and, shreds her, and uh, then the assistant comes up and grabs the girl uh, that ran the show and talks about making her better. And then you see from her point of view them actually working on her. Mm -hmm. which was really ridiculous. So it's setting up for so next good. year, just their batshit insane show that they're just going to keep going. I think mm -hmm. next year is going to be the showdown. Next year, it's going to be him versus yeah, her, and they're both going to be like best. metal arm versus metal organ. I don't, I don't know, whatever she has. <laughs> like That's funny. We don't know. A metal happened. torso with just her head on top. Yeah. I hope she's just a big mech and she's showing the show next year. So good. But yeah, yeah so that was the, basically it was a fun little show. Yeah. yeah, it was. Well, how long know, was not that? Very long. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, just a little, just barely short. Um, yeah, um, where I get, I think they only showed off three games. Mm -hmm. They might have yeah. shown off more. It depends on if that Bitcoin game is real or. Uh, I'll take if, that Bitcoin. If they're game. all, if if they're the all loot box game is real, <laughs> mm -hmm. which at this point I could believe that it would be real. Sure, why not? Um, but that was our last <coughs> show for Sunday. Um, Making Sunday uh, a really good like day for gaming. Um, yeah, definitely. Like it was definitely probably the best day in of all the shows. Um, yep. Aside from the floor shows, this was that was the pinnacle. Um, yep. Yeah, doggo agrees. Yep, for sure. Um, but then Monday, 1 p.m., uh, we woke up and we were ready to go for uh, Square Enix. We were actually, a lot of us were really excited. We were joined by uh, uh, Snoozy again, us two and Snoozy. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, we, we were amped for the show. Uh, we, I think we got led in by Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Intro and then mm -hmm. some gameplay. Yeah. Um. So, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is continuing to look good. Mm -hmm. um, kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm definitely still waiting. Like, um, I never beat, what was the second one, Rise of the Tomb Raider? That sounds right. Um, I'm still working on that. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to dive into it again since this one is coming out. I, I thought the movie was pretty good as well. So. I did like the movie. Um, uh, see, my problem with Tomb Raider is, it just, 
There's so many good things coming out. I, I don't understand how... I don't think that, for me, this game can compete. And I've been playing this game since right. PlayStation 1. Yeah. It just... I It doesn't feel... Like, it feels fun, but there's so many epics that I put up there on the upper echelon with something like Tomb Raider. You know? Yeah. Um, I was just saying, you know, I still have uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, that was actually a game that I knew everyone else was playing, so I skipped out on playing it. MG, like, MGI-wise, content-wise. Um, mm-hmm. And I knew I would hear about it from everybody else. I knew I'd hear about it from Grimm, which he still goes on about it. Um, yeah. And now, I, you know, I have, that, I have that sitting there, and there's a ton of other games coming up, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler, August, I have a little bit of time off, but then it jumps right back in. Spider-Man, Red Dead, Fallout, Pokemon, Super Smash. It goes right down the line to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And somehow, like, look, like even if this were not coming out, is it coming out? It's coming out September, right? September fourteenth. Right, September fourteenth. There's no way I can work that in to my rotation of games. Like, there's just not enough time. Right. It's impossible. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's not that I dislike Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. but it's just that. They like if they bring if they started bringing it out during a drought, kind of like how Prey came out. Right. Yeah. Then it would be it would have a lot more chance to kind of stand out. Yeah, I mean, it would shine. Um, yeah. And these, like, I'm also starting to get sick of like this is when Lara Croft truly becomes the Tomb Raider, and it's they've done that for times. two full games and a movie and a movie. But the movie was so, good. The movie was good. I don't I don't know if we'll get a sequel out of it, but I thought for what it was, it was good. Um, yeah, if you want yeah, to watch so the sequel, just watch Into the Badlands. I mean, you're getting, uh, <laughs> what was his name, Daniel, Daniel, sure, yeah, and Nick Frost, Hello. but Nick Frost. Yeah, I do want to check out Into the Badlands. Yeah, I recommend it. What's the Into the Badlands game? Exactly. I mean, it's a post-apocalyptic, so... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Crouching Tiger, you know what I mean? That's sick. Oh, wait, that was, uh, that was Absolver, right? <laughs> oh, was it? Shit, didn't sure. play Absolver. So, um, after that, they, uh, so yeah, they started with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, after that, they rolled into some, uh, Final Fantasy Online stuff, um, particularly kind of focusing, you know, they were kind of chatting up their, like, Stormblood, uh, DLC. Is that out already, or is that upcoming? Um, I think that's upcoming. Let me look. I thought that was out already. So I was like, why are they talking about this? But if it's not out, then that makes a lot more sense. Uh, looks like Brutal. Oh, wait, okay. no, wait. It's almost out. It looks like it arrives June 20th. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it has a pretty modest price. Uh, I was just looking for a physical copy. You can grab it for twenty three ninety. Okay. So it's not even like a full like $40, uh, whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, um, and then... Yeah, it's not really... They, they, they announced <laughs> that... They were talking about the patch that was coming out. Um, I think it came out, you know, that week or that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, called Under the Moonlight. And then they also teased uh, this summer they're going to have the Final Fantasy Online X Monster Hunter World uh, content. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually jumped into Monster Hunter uh, in a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't really... There was so much good stuff that happened. It's yeah. really hard for me to um, remember what, mm-hmm. like, what happened here. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just, 
<clears throat> there was just so much. Um, but what I believe is coming up for Monster Hunter is mm. mostly an arena where you can fight fiends from uh, from Spira. So you can fight things like um, okay. like flans and uh, like elementals and you know different things from uh, like up like you can fight bombs and uh, just tons of different um, enemies from uh, the Final Fantasy world. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, and then I imagine that they'll have maybe like one or two weapons slash armor sets um, mm. as they've done in the past. <clears throat> I just uh, personally I. I pretty much blacked out after uh, uh, Microsoft's ending, um, and uh, I was just kind of drifting. Uh, like I won't lie, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> I, was I was drifting. But um, after that, they did announce something that was really cool. Uh, Don't nod. Who just brought out Vampire? They were at the conference with Vampire. Um, everyone's been waiting, awaiting um, Life is Strange two. Instead of announcing that, they announced. Uh, the uh, Amazing Adventures of Captain Spirit. Yeah, that was cool. Which um, is a really cool uh, game. Oh, well, yeah. That had originally that... been announced at the Microsoft show. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, But they yeah. went into a little more about it. Um, right. They had I don't like know on. if they... During the Microsoft show... Um, I'm trying to look back at our notes really quick to see where that came out. Um... Yeah, but I, I think they just kind of like went over it and they kind of showed it. Um, I don't remember what they said, but either way, um, they showed it off at the Square Enix show. Uh, you know about a kid that is kind of using his imagination to play, kind of in the way of uh, Good Times with Weapons, the South Park, um, mm -hmm. kind of how South Park plays, how they imagine it's much cooler than it actually is. Uh, but they did announce that it's free and it's coming on June twenty sixth. Um, so that's a free one that uh, we'll be talking about probably on our podcast, uh, mm -hmm. letting everyone know. So, uh, yeah, we, um, you know, they moved on and talked about uh, the new Dragon Quest um, and how it's also going to cross over with uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. That's the uh, mobile game. So, um, yeah, they announced uh, Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. That's going to be coming out September 4th of this year. It's already out in Japan, I believe, correct? Uh, yeah, it's been out in Japan. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, it's it, your standard... Like, if you imagine a core Dragon Quest game, you know exactly what you're getting. Um, and, like, the, I think the biggest thing that we talked about during that whole that whole thing was the fact that we're kind of annoyed of about the character's basis. Yeah. The world looks great. You know, everything seems like it's really cool. Combat yeah. doesn't look too bad uh, to me. Um, but damn, their faces are weird and round and almost like they're I'm a, really like, like a Funko Pop on a yeah. normal body. I'm sick of the, um, Akira Toriyama art. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, I can't think of another game series that's like, we have this one artist that dictates how everything looks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, well, I mean, they, they have that art, they have their defined art style, which is good, but there's been no evolution to it at all. Mm -hmm. It's been mm -hmm. very, very much the same. Uh, exactly. But I have my whole life. Um, yeah. 
So that's interesting. And it's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like how they're sticking like that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know too much about Dragon Quest because I never, mm-hmm. you know, I, I never really jumped into it. I think I played like Blue Dragon, which is kind of um, sort of a spinoff. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a spinoff. It's kind of like Dragon Ball meets Dragon Quest, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, people that are excited for this, I know are. Like, super excited. Super excited for this game. Yeah. Um, it looked like this one had, was not going to come to the West. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big win for people to have gotten this. Um, and, like, I know we had uh, on the Ubisoft show, we had Ed's X-Wing on there. And he, he was like, mm-hmm. when he came in, he was like, that's, like, my favorite series of all time. And that mm-hmm. is, that's looking really good to him. Uh-huh. So, you know, a little bit of a thought from a, a core fan. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then they they showed a, ba- a game called Babylon's Fall from a, it, it's from Platinum Games uh, coming to mm-hmm. PS4 and Steam in 2019. Um, that was the game that we were trying to figure out what was happening, but the words were coming up so fast and going away so fast. Yeah. That we were like, what did yeah. that say? CE 5000. What the fuck does that mean? Um. So like. Honestly, I, I didn't get a lot of information from it. The art was really cool. Um, mm. Like the stills that they were showing, they were showing like an over, like a, a like a big map, um, and then kind of like zooming in almost um, at, on some locations, talking about different uh, things that have happened in that world, and uh, but we couldn't read it. We had no idea what things happened in that world. So um, I mean. It's one of those things I never went back and uh, never went back and read all the text. All the text. Never figured out yeah. what was going on. Um, uh, from what I've seen, it's like all jargon. Like it's like there are the Oversoul, like led to the prosperous world, and then multiple world wars, and then the nomads are here to stop humanity or whatever. So, um, yeah. it's like stuff that we don't probably shouldn't be in your first trailer. <laughs> Yeah, and, and this seems like a good like second or third trailer to reveal a bit right. more story, um, right. and especially drawing it back out. But we we didn't get like we didn't. I don't think we got any gameplay. They showed off mm-hmm. um, a small scene where this uh, this big enemy was you know swinging a sword down on this guy, and he had these like tendrils off the top of his head that he yeah. grabbed the sword with and slashed clean uh, from like his right arm up to his left shoulder. And just cut him in half, and I was like, "That was cool." Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then they rolled right along. There was no. It just said 2019, and we were like, "Yeah, we still have a lot more to see from that." I think. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. And then they talked a bit more about Near on Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, which was nothing really fancy. Um, they did uh, a little bit on Octopath Traveler for coming out, of course, on the Switch, July 13th. Uh, mm-hmm. And they said that there would be a new demo, right, coming out, I think, the 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometime here at the end of June, there's going to be a new Octopath Traveler demo that you can play. And what's cool about that is um, they said that the if you play that demo, it'll carry over to the main game. Right, yeah, that's really cool. That's awesome. I like that a lot. Um, like, it's one of the biggest complaints that I have about a lot of uh, demos is you play the demo and you play it so much, you're like, I'm good, I don't need to play this game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You're and, like, I got it. And and then when you like, if you do want to play the game more, you have to go back and do all that shit again. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, I did this in the demo, so here's two, you know, here's an hour or thirty minutes or whatever of me just going through the motions because I've already have done this once before. I just right. have to get through it. Um, and that can lead, of course, to like if you have a decision making game, it can lead to careless decisions. You know, quickly just skipping stuff and going shit. You know, I accidentally mm-hmm. did that wrong. Um, you know, and decisions that you maybe can't go back on. Um, but doing yeah. this this way, where you give them time to play your game before the game comes out, um, mm-hmm. and then when they pick up the full game, it just blends right into the save. Genius idea. Love that right. idea. Do yeah, that like more. That a lot. And the people get a chance to go, okay, this game's for me, or okay, this game's not for me. Right. Shit. That is such a great idea. So, uh, kudos to those guys for sure. Yeah, and I like that, like, um, we're in a time when there's just so many games that people know they're going to get for sure. I think it's a good idea to do demos. Oh, yeah. Like, people really don't like to do demos anymore. Um, It's just, you just don't really see them very often. Yeah. And, um... I think it's a really good idea because if I'm not sure if I'm going to like this game and I know that Kingdom Hearts is coming out, I know that, you know, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is coming out and I know that Anthem's coming out. I know that all this stuff is coming. I'm not going to go drop 60 bucks on a game that I'm not really sure if I'm going to like it or not. Yeah. So I think this exactly. is going to earn them a lot of sales. And I, I really like on the switch that you can actually just go into the store and search games by demo instead mm-hmm. of going in and looking to see if the game has a demo, like on some other platforms. Um, right. That makes it super easy. And, I mean, like, I, I enjoy everything that they're doing with Octopath Traveler so much. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. going to be my July game. Yeah. Like, I, like, I plan on grabbing this capture card, and Octopath Traveler will be the first game that I stream from the Switch on my mm-hmm. channel. That's cool. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty excited for that. All right. Um, then they went right <laughs> into a little bit more about Just Cause 4. Um, do we see gameplay? can't remember uh yeah yeah we saw some gameplay um it, it's this one was a little it was one of those things where like i don't know why they showed this everywhere else right um it could have benefited we, from just showing at just the show one time exactly exactly all of the content mm-hmm. because show it was, was one sure, of those yeah. things where like we saw a lot of this already and they showed off more of that like hurricane um yeah. they showed off a little bit of like the um well, they showed off some more of like, hey, we've boosted the strength of jump jets. We've made the like tether cable thing more powerful. It's like, yeah, that's cool. They talked. Like, I just saw this all at Microsoft show. Well, I think here what they did is they talked a bit more about their engine. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about like how can their engine support this Hurricaneado that's just ripping apart this fucking place. Right, um, right. Their dynamic weather system, um, their day and night cycle, and how things change and how. You know, if the weather comes through and it's bad enough, it can mm-hmm. just completely fuck this area to death, wipe it oh, off yeah. the map. Yeah. Um, that's really cool, and I did enjoy seeing that from this um, uh, from this short showing that Square Enix had. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from Just Cause 4 and, and showing that, uh, they wrapped it up with showing a brand new game that we had no idea about that actually looks pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. It's called The, uh, the Quiet Man. Uh, we're supposed to hear more uh, in August coming to PS4 and Steam. Um, yep. Which August is Gamescom. So I imagine we'll hear more at Gamescom. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but 
yeah, the, the trailer just opens up with a guy walking down the street, starts to get hassled by these guys in this alley, and then it turns out that the man is deaf. He can't he can't hear them, and that's what he's trying mm-hmm. to relate to them. And they start walking up thinking he's just an asshole. And then the deaf guy fucks them up mm-hmm. uh, real bad. He, like, sweeps yep. the leg and punches in the face at the same time, so it just blasts the guy backwards. Um he popped one of the guys kind of up in the air and I think hit him with a downward elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was a short and sweet um, little teaser for a game that we'll hear more about at Gamescom, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was looking pretty good. It kind of was like blending live action and um, gameplay. Yeah, we did question for a second. Um, mm-hmm. There was that moment where we were like, Dude, is this, is this, this game? Is this game? And then we're like, no, it's real. Mm-hmm. And then we were watching... <clears throat> watching a lot harder, we were like, okay, now it's switched from real to game. We we could see the we could see the jump the second time. Right, yeah. And the jump I mean it's it's pretty And it was good to be honest. But uh, I mean the game still looks really good. Right. Um and then they wrapped up the show with Kingdom Hearts three. Yep. More Kingdom Hearts. Not really 3. Uh, nothing really new, honestly. Yeah, it was um uh, like they showed <clears throat> what Kingdom Hearts three played at three different shows. Uh-huh. And each time it was just slightly um, like a slightly different trailer. Yeah, last the last one it was the most different. Right, last time they yeah. showed it. So we'll get to that in a minute. But this yeah. trailer really wasn't much different than the one we saw on the Xbox stage. Um, right. I don't even remember the difference between Xbox and Square Enix. This one showed a little bit more. Um, man, I wish I would have wrote it down. I think this one revealed the date, maybe. No, they um, they revealed the date after day one after the X or after the EA play at like two in the morning. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Man, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Know. I don't know what the difference was. But they so showed as more you can see, it didn't Hearts. really stand out very strongly. Yeah, we were pretty disappointed with the Square Enix showing. Yeah. It was about a half an hour show. Um, yeah, it was really short. Where they could have had an hour long show had they had kept Just Cause Four, Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts Three. Not shown Shadow of the Tomb Raider elsewhere. Like I understand right. that they have these, but they could have shown, um, they could have shown Just Cause Four with their full gameplay right here on just this stage, mm-hmm. give people a reason. And then if you would have coupled that with showing off some cool stuff from Octopath Traveler, showing off the world premiere of Babylon's Fall and The Quiet Man, um, mm-hmm. and even Captain the uh, Amazing Adventures of Captain Spirit, if they would have shown that one time at this show. Yep. Would have been mind blowing. Would have been a, would great have been a show. lot more. Powerful. It would have been. It would have changed it from literally our quote on the show was shit the bed. Yeah. It would have changed it from that to pretty good, not great, but pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is kind of disappointing that they they didn't hit a little better. Like going into it, everybody was like, "Dude, Square Enix is showing all their stuff." I mean, they showed Captain Spirit previously they showed shadow the tomb raider previously we already know about octopath um everybody right. already knows about Final fantasy online they already showed kingdom hearts they already showed just cause so we're like dude they must have some crazy shit if they're still gonna have a show because they had skipped it for a few years so yeah. it's like they must have a reason to have a show they didn't and they didn't it was it was very odd so um, uh yeah square enix was at one um it was not a great show but we had a lot of good jokes in there uh, it, it was a good stream, so it, mm-hmm. you know if you'd like to see that, you can head over to uh, twitch.tv backslash Inc. You can check our backlog. Yeah. We have a full 2018 rundown of every show, so you can uh, get that. And uh, our 
terrible comedic timing. Um, but yeah, like I said, that was at one, uh, and then we moved into Ubisoft at four, mm-hmm. um, where we were joined. It was uh, us two, Snoozy, and then uh, we were joined by Ed's X-wing, which um, right. Uh, which he's a pretty big Ubisoft fan, so that was kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, they started off super weak, we, and I'm glad they started off this way, because it made yep. the, the show better. Uh, but they started off with Just Dance 19, uh, where all we did was make jokes the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that was whatever. Uh, but then once they got off the stage, it was time for the big time. Mm-hmm. Um, they went right into Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, they had, uh, they, they, they had a small, tr- they had a small CGP, well, I shouldn't say small because the thing was fucking great. Um, yeah. showing the storm adrift, um, this new character, which I don't know her name yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the girl who's always hanging out with, uh, the chimp. Um, yeah, I don't know. and she's always flying around the ship. Like she docks on the ship, obviously, but she's a mm-hmm. lot of times we've seen her flying. Uh, and I, she's a playable character for sure. Um, yeah. She shows her flying as they're going through this small, um, almost like rings on a planet. It's not mm. asteroids though. It, it's almost like like a smoke or like a gas that's just uh, in 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 a flat line around the uh, planet. And right. um, she starts going haywire, and they see this huge. Uh, they see this huge, uh, mo- like monster of a ship show up, mm-hmm. and it was like, it was an oh ship moment. It ended up did it destroy the ship? I mean, it's pretty fucked up though. <laughs> yeah, it, it was on fire, and uh, uh, the chick with the staff just she's flying her ship as fast as she can to get back, and uh, uh, she ends up getting back with everyone, and they're all just looking up, and I think that's where it kind of ends. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, they're looking up at the door. Uh, of the ship, and uh, and in walks a few figures, and the one in the middle was uh, Jade from right. um, Beyond Good, uh, Good and Evil. <clears throat> so, signifying Jade's return, this is a prequel, right? Mm-hmm. So, it is a more ruthless, hardened Jade. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it was... Uh... It was definitely, like, really thrilling to see, like, the whole, the, the entire thing was, like, holy cow. It, it definitely was, like, a holy crap moment. Yeah, it was, um, it was really super cool. And then, uh, like, when Jade came on screen, like, you could hear the crowd react. Yeah, the crowd went crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and we kind of did the same thing. We were like, shit. Oh, shit. Holy shit. And, right. yeah, it was a, it was a moment. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, I think they showed off a little bit of pre-alpha gameplay, um, some of what the worlds look like, mm. uh, which was kind of cool. Um, and then they talked a bit about their uh, partnership with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Hit Record company, mm-hmm. right. um, which in the coming days would get a healthy amount of scrutiny, criticism, and criticism. Um, but it was an open invite with hit record to uh, upload your music, even if you just play one instrument and you want to collab with other people on this site. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, your art, your assets, whatever you have, <clears throat> you can upload there. And a lot of people are like criticizing them, saying, "Oh, they're trying to get free work from, you know, 
their audience. And it's like, I get that, but, like, it's still kind of cool, though. Like, people don't, like, not everybody is a uh, graphic designer for a living, but they're still talented as a graphic designer. That's true. You know, so that gives them the chance of not going through some crazy channels to try and get a job that they definitely probably won't get because they're not a graphic designer. Not even though they're talented. For it anyway. um, it gives them a chance to go, I, it's crazy, but my, you know, my little graphic piece got in the game. And if, mm-hmm. you know, you're in this city and you go by this place, you can see my, you know, my piece on the wall. Like, that's fucking cool, yeah. man. It's cool, but cool. Um, it definitely is an issue of, like, well, why don't, why, why isn't every game just fully, why don't you just have fans make your entire game for free? Well, I mean, it's just. You know what I mean? And then Ubisoft gets all the money. It, you don't it, get anything for your work. Like, I get it, but it's not, it, yeah. I don't think it comes down to them making the entire game. It's them making, like, flyers on the wall and maybe some sound that would come out of a, like, a club or something in, in a city. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not going to be a million things. Right. Yeah. Um, um, it, it's just going to be dumb little things that they, sure, they have the, they could, uh, they just know, don't have someone make on. it up. It's not even, I don't even think it's they want to wait, don't even want to waste their time. I think it's more of a, it would be cool if we could get the, like, that's the way I, I get the feel. It would be cool if we could have our fans, you know, get some of their ideas in the game too. Because we're well, not you able also, to, you know, meetings um, or whatever. But I see the other yeah, side. You could definitely create something where, like, this is basically pre-modding is what it really comes down to. Right. Um, like instead of me making a poster that I spray or, you know, I put up on a one wall in game and then everybody sees it, it's just already in there because I already made it. Right. I don't have to use the games like dumb tools to make it. (laughs) Right. So, um, in in that regard, it's definitely interesting. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, I don't, I, I think Ubisoft is a lot less predatory of a company. Like if EA was doing this, I'd be like, no, absolutely do not sign up. Yeah. I but mean, uh, since it's, it's Ubisoft, like, you know, they're, um, I think they behave a lot better and they're not just like in it for the dollar at yeah. all times, you know? I mean, it, it seems really, it seems really interesting, um, to the point of even if, um, even if it is the other way and they are just trying to, you know, get this, mm. this free work out of people, um, I still think I'm going to make something and just throw it up there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I, mean, it, I mean, doing doing a like a quick Photoshop like mandala right. is like not even not an afternoon. Do. Yeah, it's yeah. like thirty minutes. And it would be really, um, I mean, like of all the companies again to do it, like Ubisoft is the one that puts like a thousand paid employees on an Assassin's Creed game. You know what I mean? Right, right. Where like and, the same game with the same level of quality and everything comes out of EA from a team of like two hundred and fifty. Yep. So, you know, uh, everything I've heard of Ubisoft is really positive. Everything. It's just this could potentially be kind of like loot boxes. This could be a potentially dangerous trend. Like the first game that did loot boxes was not cruel, but now it's pretty obvious that loot boxes are bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so you know, we'll have to see uh, where that goes. Yep. We'll see. Um, uh- so yeah, after that they. Uh, talked about uh rainbow six siege kind of how the state of the game is they were talking about like trying to support it as an esport which is really cool um yeah and then they're actually going to do a like 
tour of like I guess a tournament of the game in Brazil, which is interesting. I think this was the one that had three. I think they were doing it. I think it was like almost everywhere except uh, like America. I felt like yeah. Well, we do our own. Uh, but it was like they had one. Uh, they had one in Brazil. I think they were capping mm-hmm. it off in uh, like Montreal. Okay. And I think they had one other one at some other location that I don't remember. Probably in France. Uh, yeah, maybe. That's where they are, so. Um, so they talked about that for a period of time, which was cool. Rainbow Six uh, uh, Siege has a great, has a pretty, they've been keeping up really well with the game. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point of it's almost more exciting to buy the game now than it was at launch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and then a fat guy on a motorcycle rode out, and we ah. saw t- Trials Rising, um, which is the new, uh, um, which is the new Trials game. If you've ever played uh, any of the Trials, whether you know Blood Dragon or something other, um, it's it, it's very similar. But in this, you can go. Uh, what was it? Was it six or eight players against each other? Uh, six, I think. Um, but yeah, they had. Uh, you know, they had him talk, like, it was actually, it was kind of comedic. The dude walked out on stage dressed like a fat evil Knievel, uh, or well, he rode out, climbed on the stage, his ass fell face first through the podium, just shattered the fucking thing everywhere. <laughs> um, and then he started talking about the game, um, that there'd be a closed beta coming this summer. The game is set to come out February 2019 for PS4, PC, Xbox, and Switch, basically everything except your uh, smartwatch. Um, yep. And then they talked about uh, how there is a level of difficulty in trials, and a lot of people get to a wall where they're like, okay, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. There's no point in me playing this. And that's where Professor Fat Shady came in. Um, I think that's who that was, right? Um, the guy yeah. that was like the university whatever. And they had a fan that's really good that makes YouTube videos do their tutorial for mm-hmm. their game. To continue to not only train but then groom you uh, on playing the game, so you can be better at the game. Yeah, um, yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. That was a that's a really cool move to, and that's an outside of the box thinking of let's grab someone who right. is really good and have them have him train all of the other people. Mm-hmm. Really, and cool. yeah. That's and that's that's some good. Uh, that's the kind of fan collaboration I'm really into. Uh-huh. They're like. Yo, who's good at this? That guy? Okay, you work for us now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that, so that, that's really interesting. Uh, and, you know, a member of the, not just a fan, but a member of their, like, gaming community. Yeah. Um, Very cool. So, yeah, from uh, from there, um, they rolled along and showed a lot more of uh, Division 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this was a good way to, to show it off, I think. Um, you know, we, we had seen it at Microsoft and uh, kind of got an idea of what's going on. And then they came in and they were like, okay, here's more of the game. Uh, here's like some information about it. Here's some developers to talk about it. Uh, it overall, it was a really good uh, presentation for this one, I think. Yeah, they went into, um, they went into talking about uh, like, what, like, what, like the store, like how they're doing some of the story-based stuff. Um, they're eight-player teams. One of the bigger things was raids that they're um, they had the incursions, but those things were kind of like uh, endless waves of enemies. Whereas raids will be more of a you know a standard tradi- you know like going through end boss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really uh, really 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 good. Um, 
They're talking frequent content updates for the game, as well as three DLC episodes for free. Uh, the game right. is slated for March 15th, 2019. Um, they, like, the way that they... The one thing that just drew me away was when they were talking about the DL, the, the free content. We plan on doing free content for the... You know, and then they kind of, like... The first year. The first year of right. development. And, it, you know, it was really sly on the way that they... They mm-hmm. worded it, and it made it seem like all of their content was going to be free, and it's right. not. So, which is what Battlefield's doing now. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So, um, you know, it is a trend in the industry that a lot of people are starting to move away from like splitting up the player base on multiplayer games. They they just basically the idea is in this multiplayer game, if we update it, everybody gets every update. Right. And if you do something cosmetic, you might pay extra for that, but um, you know. With a lot of these games, skill and maps and things like that, um, that's what determines what's going on. So they're they're giving out all that content equally. So it was a little fishy for Division 2 to be like, you're putting out, we're, we're already planning on three DLC episodes that you're going to get for free that are going to come out in the first year. And then yeah. they didn't say, well, what about the second year? Yeah. Is that going to be free? That's, yeah. It was really weird. Um, yeah. But the game looks great, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. And... Who knows if you'll even be playing it after a year anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I lost interest really quick. Yeah, like, as soon as I platinumed it and I'd done everything, I was like, I'm good at never going to the Dark Zone or playing an incursion again. Yeah. So. Which is rough, because uh, that's what the game was supposed to be. And they, uh, so they didn't really, they still haven't really talked about the Dark Zone in this, right? Right. Uh, we have no idea about the Dark Zone. They've just announced oh. that they're doing raids, which hopefully will just take place of the those incursions or whatever they had. Um, right. But the game's looking really fun. Like, it's a game, like, I didn't think I would be as excited about it as I was, like I had said before. Um, and I'm excited to, uh, you know, after all of this, you know, the early year, early 2019 is going to be crazy. You know, we have Resident Evil, Kingdom Hearts, Days Gone, Anthem. Um, and then, you know, coming right into March, now Division. Um, so, I mean, this one's a contender for... Uh, like a March game for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but right after that, they talked a little bit about uh, Donkey Kong Adventure, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle uh, coming mm-hmm. out on June 25th, which I believe they've already talked about a pretty healthy amount. Yep. Yeah. It's um, first big DLC for uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Right. Um, a whole new like story zone area. And of course you get like Donkey Kong, you're probably going to get a Donkey Kong Rabbid. Uh, yeah. Maybe a Diddy Kong Rabbid as well. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of expands the game. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's coming in a week, so uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be checking that out pretty quick. Um, and then, of course, they showed off, which is just looking absolutely stunning. Uh, they showed off more Skull and Bones, the uh, I guess multiplayer pirate simulator game. Yeah, we had a lot of speculation coming into this. Like, what are we going to mm-hmm. see? I remember talking about it before the show on the pre-show. Like, right. I want to know what happens while you're not on the sea. And that's where they picked up in this demo, just right off the boat. This is this, this is off the boat. This is what happens, um, and it's not as deep as something like um, like Sea of Thieves, right? I mean, it's certainly no. Um, it doesn't look it's like certainly it. not an Assassin's Creed Black Flag game that just focuses on the boats. I mean, this is like what you're doing on foot is like basically nothing. Yeah, it looks like you're. Uh... It looks like you're basically um, like maybe grabbing missions and doing mm. 
completing possibly quests, turning in stuff, as well as like buying and selling things that you'd imagine you would have to do off boat with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but they announced, of course, they announced beta access last year. Um, yeah. They reminded everyone sign up for our beta access coming 2019. Um, mm-hmm. No exact date or even uh, time frame. So. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't expect it anytime soon. I expect to actually see this uh, next year at E3, and mm-hmm. that being the last year, saying that's coming out that holiday or soon after E3. Right. Um, and then uh, they moved right into uh, the Elijah Wood uh, SpectreVision game, Transference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was really excited to see this because um, the game initially was... Uh, kind of sold as VR only. Right. Um, so it was like, we weren't super sure what consoles it was coming out on. They were still kind of cagey about that. Um, a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, and, and they're not talking about any future plans or anything yet for, you know, if it's going to initially come out on Vive and Oculus and then come out on the other consoles or whatever, uh, we don't really know yet, but, uh, the game's looking amazing. Uh, we got a lot more, uh, detailed look than we have in the past. Yeah. We actually got, a, a gameplay look, mm-hmm. um, which was nice, uh, where it kind of took us down a hallway and we saw, um, there, there was like a, um, there was a door or there was a kid at the end of the hallway. It looked like you were kind of chasing a, a kid. Mm-hmm. And then you came to like, it showed the character come to a, a door with some glass windows. And as he tries to open it, like a smoke, like poof appears and it's like a spec, like a spectral kid. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like slams on the door and runs the other way. Um, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's looking really promising. Um, which I'm really glad that more and more, um, kind of like movie people are moving into games. Cause I think, uh, games have historically had a lot of issues with telling good stories. Yeah. So obviously that's literally all a movie does. And if it is not a good story, then the movie sucks. <laughs> and I do want to point this out that this, on this stage alone, they had, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt come out, and they had Elijah Wood come out. That's true. That's pretty cool. No Aisha Tyler. No Aisha Tyler, though. Kind of weird. Yeah. Um, uh, but then after Transference, we went into a game that actually Grimm has been freaking out about. Um, mm-hmm. He's really interested in it, uh, but he knows he'll spend $200 on it. Uh, Starlink. Oh, boy. Uh, Switch, yep. PS4, and Xbox One coming October 16, 2018. Um it's it, it's basically a um, kind of reminds me of just like Star Fox. Yep. And speaking of Star Fox, ironically, you grab it on the Switch, you can um, you can get a, a, a Star Fox basically a collectible, which the game kind of prides. Or, yeah, that's one of the things you do. you can buy different ships, um, right. physical ships like toys, and you can connect them to your controller to the small pad. It's kind of like Skylanders or. Um, uh, the Lego amiibos. Dimensions or yeah. Amiibos or, you know, it's kind of their take on it. Um, and they had uh, Miyamoto come out and, um, you know, he was in the front row and they presented him with uh, a um, Starlink uh, uh, ship, Star Fox ship. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, at one point he acted like he was going to throw it into the crowd. I hoped he would have. He didn't. I, then I hoped sick. it would have just snapped off its little base and fell on the ground. That would have been pretty cool. If he threw it into the crowd and it, like, impaled somebody's eyeball, that would have been really funny. Jesus. Got him. And then we'd be talking about Miyamoto, not Chris Hardwick. Very good point. Oh, boy. 
Loaded. <laughs> Whew. Uh, so but, from there, uh, yeah, yeah, they they rolled along to uh, talk about For Honor, um, the new Marching Fire DLC that's coming out October sixteenth. Yeah. Um, kind of what it had like several new units. Um, yeah. I had a dude that looked like Sauron. I had a Sauron looking motherfucker up in there. Basically. <laughs> Um, but it, it was, it was, uh, like, as much as I don't care for For Honor, they're like, mm-hmm. PC Starter Edition is free until June 18th. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I don't think anyone else will benefit from that, uh, from nope. our, you know, our recording <laughs> here. But it was available, uh, on Uplay for PC. Um, so that was kind of yeah, nice. I mean, uh, yeah, so they just gave the core, you know, the base game out, I guess. Um, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yep, um, and then they rolled right into the crew too. Uh, it's coming out June twenty first. The beta is, I think, it's just available now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, no, yeah, that game comes out the 29th. The beta, the open beta, beta the twenty first. Um, there, there's a closed beta. Going there on. was a closed beta. I, I couldn't. I yeah, I was in the closed beta. I was like, was that a closed beta? Was that an open beta? I don't remember. Um, mm. All the days are blending together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the crew too. I mean. If you listen back, if you listen back to uh, like any of our podcasts, I, I talk a bit, or any of the just last two podcasts, I talk a bit about the crew and my thoughts on it. So you know, if you're looking for a little bit more of an opinion, definitely go check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, finally, something that I didn't want to be excited for, and the more I hear about it, the more I am. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, set in you know ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're still kind of learning more about it. You're playing either the son or the daughter of uh, King Leonidas. That's cool. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, that would be the uh, king from 300. Uh, so, um, you know, the game is going it, to... It's They're adding a lot more um, kind of RPG elements. Um, yeah, so they're, they're really, really doubling down on what Origins did. They're really running with this RPG um, mm-hmm. from Origins. And right. That's crazy. Like I didn't Did like not if, there see was, that if there was a game that I would have been like, no, they're not gonna like change the way that they make their game. It would have been Assassin's Creed. Exactly. I mean, we had like a hundred of them that came out every single year that were all the same game. So that's why we thought that we weren't gonna see any kind of major evolution. Yeah, but I mean, uh, here we are. But the downfall right. is uh, they announced that it's October fifth, and shit, mm-hmm. if that's not soon, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's really quick. I mean, um, when did Origins come out originally? Um, uh, I never beat it again. This is like I have a habit of I get really hyped for a Ubisoft game. I buy the gold edition and then I play like forty hours of it, but I never beat it. Uh, if that one's coming out October fifth. The original came, or Origins came out October twenty seventh of seventeen. Yeah, shit, that is really quick. That's too fast for my for for my liking. Um, especially being, uh, like they're trying to swing their old big dick around here too. And Mm -hmm. just even releasing in the same month as Red Dead 2. Yeah. I know. I understand it's earlier, but like, shoo, I don't know how much attention you're going to get here. Yeah. I I mean, you'll get, I think they'll get a fair amount of attention, but this game will be, I feel like it'll be probably pretty quickly forgotten. Mm -hmm. When, as soon as Red Dead comes out. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. You're not going to compete with that. And then as well, just moving right into November, Fallout seventy six, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. t- two days later, Pokemon Let's Go. It's true. Or three it's days later, be really hard to 
uh, yeah. stand out. I mean, like, uh, we made the joke before already, but, like, every one of these games are almost all coming out at the same time. Yeah. It's like, guys, what are you doing? I had to what really, I had to really narrow my list down. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it's not even a point of, do I have the money for this? It's the point of, I don't, there's no time to do all Right. There's literally like, no time. I want it, but, like, I just am not going to. Right. So, so that kind of rounded out the Ubisoft show there. Um, some of the bigger hits on the show, uh, the deeper look at Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, really which is really cool. Uh, a healthy look Skull at Bones. Division 2. Skull and Bones just shaping up to be fantastic. Um, yeah. The surprise look at uh, Transference, which was awesome. Um, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was spoiled well before E3. But right. seeing what they're doing RPG-wise is uh, applauding cool. and impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after that, we basically... I don't even think we stopped recording. Um, oh, no. We rolled right into it. We were rolled right into the PC gaming show at 6 p.m. Um, which... Uh, what, it was kind of like a bonus. There were like two bonuses this year. We didn't plan on doing... I didn't schedule Devolver. I didn't schedule PC gaming show. PC gaming show ended up being the longest bit of recording we did at over four right. hours. Right. Um, so that one took place uh, at 6 p.m. Monday, and uh, uh, Ed's X-Wing broke off. It was just us two and uh, Snoozy. Mm-hmm. And they jumped right in with uh, Satisfactory. Um, yeah, it was a it was a good start. I think. Um, yeah. It's kind of it was a sort of a mix of um, like Factorio, that idea of like, hey, I'm setting up like a really efficient like working um, system. I guess mm-hmm. um, it's got a little bit of No Man's Sky to it because you're in this alien world. You're collecting things. You're harvesting minerals. You're scouting new areas. You're first person. Um, you're constructing new buildings. You're laying out these lines. Uh, it seems really interesting. It, it's not my thing, but it looks super cool, and I want to watch people play it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's my thing either. But uh, it was neat to just see um, mm-hmm. to see these branching. Uh, like it's almost like a like a tycoon game, yeah. but on a different level, on a weird, odd, bigger level. Yes. Um, so it's like a factory, it's like factory tycoon almost. Um, yeah. and then they announced that you could sign up for their closed alpha. Um, just look up satisfactory closed alpha. And you can find yeah. all the info you need there. Um, right from there, they jumped right into a game called, uh, Neo cab, which actually looked pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. you're basically an Uber driver. Um, and as you get higher, uh, ratings from, and basically you're the driver inside this, uh, inside this cab and you talk to the people that are in the back seat, you know, depending on your, your interaction, uh, your speed, you know, everything is taken into account. Um, you get a rating. Um, and then just like Uber, if you get too low of a rating, you're fucking fired. Um, Oh yes. (laughs) But if you do well, you, uh, unlock, um, a higher level of clientele. Um, mm-hmm. You can go to a different part of town. Um, I'm not sure about any sort of customization or anything on vehicle or anything like that. Or your personal character or anything. Yeah, or it's, it's kind of hard to tell. We haven't really seen that yet. But the art style is fucking flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it looks amazing. It's, it's like a comic book. It's like a living comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very well done. All of it looks almost hand-drawn in this uh, neon cyberpunk-style city. Right. 
Uh, so, uh, you know, a, a beautiful game to definitely get some uh, uh, get some eyes on. So go check out Neocab. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we have a release date on that. I think it just yeah. says coming soon. And wishlist it on Steam, probably. Uh, yeah, that would be a good idea. It's just mm-hmm. go ahead and wishlist it. Um, I was looking on Steam real quick to see if they had a uh, release. Any, any info? Okay. No, nah, they don't. No. All right. But, yeah, so... Um, after that, they kind of rolled along, and uh, they showed off, of course, a Battle Royale-style game. It's called Maverick's Proving Grounds. Yep. Um, was this the one that had, like, 200 players? Uh, I think it might have been. Um, yeah, so they're, I mean, basically, they're, the only way to stand out at this point is to try to do something unique. So, um, there was, and- like, some really cool, uh, like, the custom characters were... Uh, the way that you customize your character when you you make like a style and then when you pick up weapons they conform to your style it seems like um, um, like they have a character picking up a weapon and like he has like a bone mask and he's like a spooky like night hunter looking guy and then the mm-hmm. like weapon changes to look like him okay so uh according to PC gamer the game is um well not only is the you know there're this many people uh, in each game, um, mm. there are uh, 100,000 slots available for the closed beta early access uh, arrives this winter. Um, mm. But the sign up for that beta is for the 1,000 player battle royale game. 1,000 player battle royale. I mean, how would how was a computer even do that? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't know. 1,000 players. It's um, in CryEngine. It looks great. I assume that they're going to launch this game. Three people are going to get in. The fucking servers are going to explode and crash. They're going to have to go ahead and uh, reset this, and we'll see this game sometime in 2021. Mm. Um, I, I don't Probably. know. Um, I mean, you know, it, it sucks to be, like, skeptical like that, but... Yeah, um, it really does. have to be when, when you start hearing these kind of claims. Yeah, those kind of numbers. Um, yeah, I was thinking double. It's actually ten times as many. Yeah, <laughs> if you can visit their official site uh, to sign up for the beta, if you sign up before uh, the June seventeenth, you'll receive an in-game weapon uh, skin and starter outfit, which um, I did get a look at. It's kind of Hunger Games style. The starter weapons are just okay. uh, it looks like some pistols. Um, yes. So uh, you know it won't benefit anyone here, but if you watch the show, that that is a great incentive to watch us yearly for E three. Mm-hmm. Because we don't skip this stuff. Right. right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, after that, they showed off what looks to be actually kind of an interesting game. Um, I kind of missed the, the next two. Uh, I, yeah, it's called the, uh, this one's The Forgotten City. Yeah. Um, it's actually a standalone game based on the Skyrim mod, The Forgotten City. Um, so That's it looks cool. to be like, I don't know, maybe like a mix between like Greek and like Art Deco eras which is really interesting um it, it, visually the game is just like it's absolutely stunning i mean it's gorgeous and um it's uh you know the the original mod uh was i think the first game mod that won like a writing award or story award or something like that yeah I um, do remember. it hearing. seems like what's going on is that you're solving a mystery in this kind of greco um you know greco roman inspired like palatial city sort of like i mean cities used very loosely here it's not like you know a large metropolitan area but um you're kind of uh, like people are turning into like golden or like bronze statues 
Uh, it's very story focused, so it's mostly seems to be a walking simulator. Um, there's like a lot of mystery going on, so it looks to be pretty cool. Um, something like, especially when we first looked at it, I was like, uh, what is this? I don't get it. Like, it's lame. Let's move on. And then now the more I look at it, the more I'm interested in it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll have sure. to see how that, how that, uh, turns out when it's finally coming out, uh, 2019 yeah. for that one. And then, um, Star Control Origins, um, Star Control was a pretty popular, um, a, a pretty popular kind of, I don't know, it's tough to, it's tough to, uh, describe. It's a game, it came out in 1990. You're like flying around, messing around with some like aliens, kind of just doing your thing, and it's sort of like a 2D space game. It's not like a side scroller, but you know, it's got exploration. It's got like running into new types of aliens. It's got you know working with aliens, killing aliens. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot going on. There's a lot of alien but, work, uh, is what I hear. A lot of alien shit. I I um, I, I do want to. I went aliens. I, I went to. Uh... I went to the bathroom uh, during those those two. Uh, it was a long stream, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, long, hard stream. Spicy stream. A long, hard, spicy stream. Um, and I, I, could, I couldn't hold it any longer. I tried. And I heard it's not good for you. So, no, it's not good to hold it. I miss, I miss those two. So it's kind of cool to hear... Um, uh, you know, hear yeah. a bit more about that. Um, but then uh, we went straight. We went from Star Control Origins to uh, Hunt Showdown. We got a little bit of a look at that. Um, I think during that show, during that showing, we were talking a bit more with uh, uh, Snoozy about the game. He mm -hmm. said, "I don't think he. I think he said he hadn't seen that yet." Okay. And uh, I, I think we talked about. Uh, yeah. Just the game in general, what it is, and uh, mm -hmm. we get kind of a rundown of what it was. They were just kind of showing off some gameplay, just getting another look at um, Hunt Showdown. Right. Which is cool. Um, yeah, that game, again, another game that's just, like, completely, like, absolutely gorgeous. Right. Um, just, I mean, it just looks amazing. Yeah, um, I agree. See, so we rolled off of that uh, straight into... This, is, this was a really weird one. Uh, Archangel Hellfire. Um, so I guess the original Archangel game was a on rails, uh, like mech shooter sort of. Um, and the fans really wanted a, uh, like a free roam competitive version. So they were like, they're all right. And apparently they worked it out. Uh, all right. It's just really weird because those are like complete opposite things. Yeah. Um, a single player on rails to a competitive multiplayer arena shooter. Yeah, yeah. That was. Um, so I, don't, um, I don't know how they pulled that off. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, right after that, we jumped into uh, the Sinking City, which is an upcoming uh, uh, adventure horror game, which is um, mm -hmm. developed by Frogwares um, as well. It's it's inspired by the works of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Um, I don't really remember gameplay too much, but uh, its release date is March twenty first, twenty nineteen. It's like yeah. a lot of like I, you're sort of a detective, and yeah. I mean it's very Call of Cthulhu. Um, you know, you're you're a detective, and you're like kind of being sort of manipulated by people in your environment, and like you're 
sort of go crazy sometimes and you see things that might not be there yeah but maybe that, was, that really is there and you have to deal with it and you know, yeah that like was that. that was the one that had the um the magician at the table yeah it had uh yeah. it just had the like the guy could start to freak out mm. and he would start yeah, to see exactly. people who look normal but they would have like, like their things face peeling off and shit right um right. yeah this looks this looks pretty cool um the yeah. you know it's coming out for ps4 xbox one and pc of course mm-hmm very good. Yeah. Um, th- that one. That one's looking great. So that's March twenty first. Um, we do have a Cthulhu game coming out, so it'll be interesting yeah, to call it kind of see how some of these line up with each other. Yep. But um, yeah. So right after that, uh, they. I mean, this show really kept a quick pace. Yeah. Um, it, it just it was one after another for sure. Yeah. So they rolled into Warframe, a uh, new kind of DLC pack coming out called The Sacrifice. Um, it, like they were getting super deep into the lore, and I just like could not possibly know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, I, I know, like, I have a lot of friends that are super into Warframe. Uh, there's going to be a big event uh, at Tenocon. Um, I don't know what that is. On uh, July 7th, where Warframe's going to show off a lot more of their gameplay and stuff. So, if you're a fan, keep an eye out for that. You're going to learn a lot more about this uh, DLC. Um, definitely. So, yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, it could be something really cool to check out. Yeah, th- th- those guys seem really passionate about their game. Oh, yeah. So, that's I mean, really cool. I do. I, I forget. That. What, I know they made another game that I thought was really good. And now I can't remember what it was. Well, these were the guys that were working on that other game that we uh, that we tested. Um, yeah, that's right. The Keystone the, uh, game or Keystone uh, Keystone, and then it became something else. Or, yeah, the Eternals or something. Right. Um, and then we got a Sega up next. We got a Sega um, like montage showing off uh, Shining Resonance, Shinmu, mm-hmm. uh, Yakuza, Valkyrie, uh, Valkyria Chronic, Valkyria Chronicles. Holy shit. Uh, Valkyria. Valkyria. Of a Valkyrie. Of, of Vine Valkyrie. Um, but they it, it was kind of like a spotlight on Yakuza. They showed off Kiwami, they showed off Zero. Yep. Um, and, coming to PC. Uh, coming to PC. Yep, all of that coming to PC, which was kind of... Which, I mean, you, I mean, it was really weird. So this is the PC Gamer Show, so you know there's going to be some nerds in the audience. Uh-huh. And when they were like, yo, we're, we're bringing... So they were showing a Yakuza game, and people were like, oh, which one is that? Like, people are looking at it, they're like, oh, it kind of looks like maybe it's six, maybe it's five, maybe it's, you know, Yakuza Zero. It was Zero, Kiwami. Kiwami 2 has been announced already that it's coming to PC as well. So, uh-huh. like, when they when they announced that, people were in the crowd were yelling. It was really cool. Um, yeah. And it's funny to, like, see, like, um, not necessarily a game that you would expect people to be, like, freaking the fuck out about, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. And then they, after that, they actually rolled right into uh, talking about some Killing Floor Two, um, an update, a DLC. I don't know how to really describe it. Yeah, it's just like a. I think it's just their summer update. Um, basically, they they last year we took part in the summer uh, sideshow, um, right? And it just they kind of change up the enemies um, to be more of a sideshow style enemy. Um, as okay. well, they give you uh, a few maps that are kind of new. We got a um, what looked like a, it was like a circus last year. Um, this year, what was the setting? Uh, was it like a Zeppelin oh, it's, or something? It's in like a Zeppelin, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's called Treacherous Skies. Um, they did a free weekend starting the day the next day. Um, the so it started that Tuesday, um, mm-hmm. and. They uh, also were doing a free weekend, so you know if you already own it, I'm not sure how that'll work on console. I didn't really look into that. That's, yeah, where, I, that's where I have it. Um, they tend to be kind of delayed on console, so I'm not I'm not 100 sure on that. 
Right. So, you know, that was cool to see more from Killing Floor 2, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they jumped into... Uh, I think they were talking about a bunch of games from... Or a bunch of games that were getting... Uh, I, I swear they did, like, a segment where they showed off all these games that had... That didn't have a lot of, like... They didn't have, like, a, maybe a publisher or something. Mm. Oh, and that was They were like... Oh, was that later? Um, I, I swear, uh, Road Redemption was one of them, but that one's done by Tripwire Interactive. Um, mm. It's basically uh, like Road Rash, if you yep. ever played or saw Road Rash, where you're, um, where you kind of lead a biker gang on an epic journey across uh, across mm. the country. Um, but this one just goes full out. Like you have weapons, you can fucking decapitate people if you want. Um, it's, it's looking pretty crazy. It's got, um, uh, mostly in very positive reviews, um, Mm -hmm. on, uh, Steam. Um, it's 20 bucks. You can grab the, uh, supporter or super supporter edition going upwards to like 35 bucks. Um, okay. It's not bad. Not too bad. It looks like a pretty fun game. Uh, uh, you know, if I could see, uh, a hair more about this game, I I might be Mm -hmm. into something like this because I played a lot of Road Rash Jailbreak when I was younger and that game was a lot of fun. So, um, hopefully this game looks better. One of my friends just sent me a picture. He's like, look, a new Road Rash game and he Mm -hmm. just picked one up. So, um, yeah, cool. And then they continued more from Tripwire. Actually, I'm super excited about, they had a, they had a shark game where you basically play as a shark on, uh, it was on like mobile and you just eat shit, like just eat, uh, like people and items and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Not um, boats and shit. Not, yeah, not boats. And they said it's a full, um, like, open-world single-player RPG where you have, like, skill trees and shit on your shark. Yeah, they... they and then Tripwire, a story. Tripwire was like, well, here's our game Maneater. Um, so good. And, it, yeah, it's basically a, you play a shark and it's an like a, an RPG with a full mm-hmm. skill tree and yep. um, kind of in the style of, like, I think it was called e- Evo? Uh, on okay. SNES, where you can power up your your jaw, like your strength, um, your speed, uh, your ability to like shoot out of the water. Um, mm. Yeah, it looks super cool. This is actually when I think about the PC gaming show, this is the one game that stands out to me. I oh, don't yeah. know why. <laughs> well, you can do really weird shit on PC because, like, depending on how your, you know, how how the team is and everything, you only have to make a few sales to like make your money back. So right, right, you don't have right. to take a big risk on console or something, um, but yeah, it's, it was a uh, it, that Maneater Shark game looks very good. Yeah, very memorable. Um, right from there, they moved on and they uh, so that was you know they had a couple things in a row where so like Tripwire made Killing Floor two and then they're publishing these other games and then they moved on and said okay here's some more shit that um, like here's another publisher uh, they were called Untitled Publisher. Uh, I guess their idea is that they don't want to. Um, like steal all the attention or whatever, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, so they had three games uh, that Untitled Publisher revealed, and they all are like looking really cool. Um, and, and all kind of different games too. The first one was Bravery Network Online. Yep. Um, so that is kind of a, I don't know, almost like a Pokemon style, like it's like a wrestling Pokemon game. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a second. I was like, "Which one is?" Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It is kind of like a, uh, 
Um, like almost like a wrestling based Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> very, I could not very... see a single fucking downside to that. That sounds yeah. amazing. Um, and then they did another game uh-huh. uh, called Morningstar. Morningstar looks really weird. Um, they um, describe it as a post-cyberpunk farming sim where computers are the soil and data are the crops. Yeah. Uh, what so the like, hell? It's really hard to even like understand and like process, even when I'm looking at it. <laughs> um, it seems really like kind of spooky and mysterious and weird. And like, if you're a fan of, uh, you know, Stardew Valley or anything like that, it looks like it could be really cool. Um, yeah, it's described as a post-cyberpunk farming sim. God, that is so, so bizarre. I have no clue what they're talking about. <clears throat> and then, and then uh, they showed off, uh, yeah, the last one they showed off was Overwhelm. Overwhelm, yeah, which uh, was actually one that I, I actually remembered because it's such a low mm. quality. Yeah. And it, it's very, uh, um, it, this is the pixel-based one, right? Yep. Yeah. It, it almost looks like, um, what was that game where you're on, like, there's two people on like ostriches and they like are dueling each other. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. I think I do. Uh, I, I I think it's I remember like, seeing it, but I don't remember talking yeah, about it. It's like much. extremely low bitch yeah. graphics, and the, it's uh, really chaotic. It almost reminds me of Super Meat Boy. Yeah, the the graphical quality of this is crazy low <laughs> to the point I can't even almost tell what the character is. Oh yeah, he he seems to be some kind of weird thing. Yeah. Um, but he has, like, massive abilities to take mm-hmm. out, um, literally change the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it is a, uh, uh, the, the, the tagline is, you're outnumbered, low on ammo, and paranoia sets in. Uh, this is an action horror world where enemies get power-ups and you don't. That's so sad. Um, so it's pretty crazy. Um, uh, definitely yeah, go check really out cool. those guys at, uh, Untitled Publisher. Um, really because cool. they're just picking up one person made games and they're phenomenal. Right. And then we have, um, so yeah, after that they were like, okay, let's go to the lowest file we possibly can and then go to the highest file we have in the show. Right. Uh, they went straight to, uh, Jurassic World Evolution, yeah. which I can, uh, it's, it's out now. Uh, it came out on the 12th and I can say that I'm absolutely loving it. There's a couple like kind of oddball, like extremely low reviews on it. I'm not really sure what that's coming from. Um, so far from, like, I've seen that, uh, yeah. maybe they were expecting more story or something, but it's a, essentially, it's a zoo tycoon game. Um, yeah. You're setting up a park, you're setting up gated areas where you have dinosaurs, you put in restaurants and hotels and transport, you have, you have to upgrade your roads so more people can walk on them. I mean, all that kind of, like, nitty-gritty shit that people love in their uh, management sims. Right. So it's a very good dinosaur-style zoo tycoon. Um, I've, I've been loving it. The graphics are amazing. There's no mod support on it because they want to be able to control what's happening in the game, um, which I, that's definitely a negative because uh, I can think of some amazing mods for this. Um, yeah. So it, that that could turn around because this is coming from Frontier. Um, I mean, they are they are very controlling of the stuff that they put out, but they typically do allow modding, and the fans have been like really vocal um, that they want modding. So it's possible that that'll change in the near future. Okay, yeah. Um, it, it looks cool. I actually have access to it. I just haven't... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just haven't... You know, I, it's one of those things I want to play it, but I don't have the... Uh, uh, like, want to jump into something that big right now. 
I know yeah, it's going to be huge too. It's going to be yeah. huge. Um, yeah. So I just made it to. I mean, as you play, um, you get access to different islands that have different challenges and different layouts and everything. And uh, then you have like the core. Uh, what is it? Isla Nubar that the the actual movies properties are based off of that is just kind of a sandbox. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so it's 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 been really good. I mean, you get uh, several challenges, and then um, you know it kind of uh, I don't know. Like there there's one map is like uh, the second island that you unlock mm-hmm. has like really bizarre weather patterns. So oh yeah, you I have heard to, you talking like, about that. Yeah, you have to make shelters for your people because there'll be tropical storms. The dinosaurs hate it, so their their well being goes down in the middle of a storm, as you would you know. So so right. mine. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I get it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I've been loving the game so far. I'm I'm definitely going to put a lot of time into it. So um, right. yeah, and then, you know you're unlocking different things as you expand through the game and everything like you would imagine. So um, very, it, it's been very cool from from my time with it so far. I definitely recommend it. Awesome. Um, cool. <coughs> and then right after that, they jumped into a VR Oculus game by Insomniac. Uh, they're making a game called Stormland. Um, it is a robot exploration game in VR that you can play by yourself or with a friend, which is kind of cool. Um, they, uh, they, they kind of show this robot trying to like pick himself back up after being kind of like left for scrap. Um, and as he's like working his way back, um, you know, in exploring, he just starts swapping out parts, ripping off his arms, popping on new arms, um, mm-hmm. fitting a new Pretty eye. Cool. And then he spots another bot, um, in this trailer, uh, kind of in this protected area. So he starts picking up guns, laying waste to these guys that are, that could have done this to him as well as this other bot. When he gets to it, I figure he's going to part this bot. He's going to start picking off parts and putting it on himself. No, he boots it back up, and you can play with a friend. Very cool. Um, super, super cool. This isn't uh, Insomniac's first uh, rodeo into VR. Um, they did another game that I can't remember the name of before. Uh, but, yeah, and, and it's an ever-changing like cloudscape that you're kind of working your way through. Um, your character can move quickly across these clouds. Um, that I thought oh, was water done, at first. Yeah, they've done a couple. Um, they have the Unspoken and Edge of Nowhere. Edge of Nowhere is the one I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you'll see the cloud kind of like peak up a little bit, and you, the character will ramp off it really high. Um, it, it just looks like a really cool VR experience, like one to own, um, mm. like your VR headset for. So that yeah. that, that one's yeah. really cool. It's impressive. Kind of a marquee game. All right. So after that, uh, we rolled right into uh, kind of another like taxi text adventure. Just uh, kind of weird. Yeah. Night call. Um, this one. How did we get? How did we get two of those? So, on one how did we get three or four? That's my question. That's impressive. This is my favorite genre. Cab driver text simulators with heavy art style. <laughs> oh, man. With branching stories. Give me the branching story. If I don't get, get branched, I don't want to fuck around. So, um, Branching stories and romance exactly. options. Hold on, we're on to something here. Um, so, this one is like a noir style. Um, it looks to be set in like, um, I don't know, early 20th century Paris, would you say? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it looks really interesting. Uh, again, you're like managing your route. 
talking to your customers, um, trying to keep them happy and everything, and possibly solving a mystery during it, it looks like. So, um, yeah, overall, really cool. Um, this one is like definitely already on my wish Very list. Cool. Early 2019, we're looking at. So, uh, pretty interesting. Between the two, I think I like the Cyberpunk one a bit more. I think so? I, I like this Nora one more. Yeah. So that's that's good, good mix. Between the two of us, we'll each we'll we'll, we'll each play them, and we'll meet back up and see if it's actually the same game, just with a different skin on it. It is just the same yeah, it's game. Two different oh. shaders. They took they took us for a ride. <laughs> um, and up next might be the most. Well, it might have the best mm-hmm. art of any game shown mm-hmm. in E three. Um, the game is Sable. Uh, it looks like its release date was just 2019. Um, but it's a, a coming-of-age tale um, through this just crazy, strikingly uh, amazing-looking open-world desert. Um, and uh, you're kind of on a... They, they show this character on this... Uh, uh, kind of looks like deserted alien planet. Mm-hmm. And you're learning the history of the planet, discovering uh, the character's place in the world, and the character wears like a red cloak, a bone mask with horns. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do pretty much everything. It's a fully like open world exploration game, and they even have almost like pod racer, a pod racer looking bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't say enough about this art because it looks like it was. Um, like it very much like when we say straight out of comic book, this is the one that is the most straight out of a comic. Like oh, it looks yeah. like Borderlands. It looks like Borderlands. If Borderlands, um, kind of dealt with their colors in more of a mute like, like more of a mute way. Mm-hmm. It's like the desert. You can see how it like varies. It's a thick black outline around everything. So with sand dunes, we'll kind of come up with the thick black outline. Um, but the color of the sand is all the same. There's no shading. And the only shading that there is are just dots to signify that that's sand. Right. And it's very, it's very, it's all contour. It's all like contoured uh, um, texture mm-hmm. work. It's super good. Um, this is a game that you really have to see to understand, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, the developer is Shedworks. The publisher is Raw Theory. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super interested in what this game has to offer. It reminds me of, uh, Rhyme. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But the art style is just more of a punch in the mm-hmm. face. It's something I've never seen art like this before in a game. I don't think ever. I can't think of another game that had this kind of art style. Mm-hmm. It's just so flat, but it brings a, like a realness to it. So Super cool. Look that game up, Sable, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then quickly, we just kind of went into uh, some more stuff about Star Citizen, yeah. which has been out for a long time. Uh, they went over some laptops and all that fun stuff uh, with Acer. Yeah. Um, and then, actually, I don't remember this name. Yeah, they got into a uh, hybrid roguelike shooter slash base builder, um, Genesis Alpha 1, coming out from uh, Team 17. It's actually coming out this September, uh, September 4th, so pretty quick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, this one's looking pretty cool as well. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's all right there in the title. You know, you're out there harvesting minerals and things. You're trying to survive. Um, and there's, like, a bunch of, uh, I don't know, you're, like, 
making backups like you're making like clones of yourself it looks like you're like dealing with alien attacks um kind of just more in that like survival genre um mm-hmm. which is, this one looks pretty cool uh it's got really good graphics um the effects look pretty good so um could be a cool one to check out um and they went they went straight into um some new content for don't starve yeah this one was actually kind of hmm. cool um uh, the idea is uh, Wilson, the the lead character that you can play as, uh, discovers a lost town of pigmen nestled in a tropical jungle. Mm. Um, what's cool about this is it's more of a city life mm. that you can work with. So the pigs have shops and houses and items and biomes and things that you can um, explore, even like buildings you can go into and shop mm. at. To just buy items. Um, And on top of that, of course, they have, uh, like I mentioned, uh, cool biomes. You can delve into ancient uh, pig ruins and try your hand at, like, treasure hunting through, uh, you know, their, like, through learning, you know, their history a little bit. Um, Yeah, pretty cool. But it's the same Don't Starve game. It's just a new DLC expansion called Hill. Properly titled, I think. Yeah, very cool. Um, so then they moved on to yet a more, uh, Just Cause 4 <laughs> coverage. Fuck, every show, <laughs> yeah. man. It's literally Just Cause 4 and Kingdom Hearts where I almost had yep. every show. Crazy. Um, and then after that they jumped into Overkill's The Walking Dead, which, uh, I think they really, they said that it's release date was November 6th. Mm-hmm. Um. Man. Yeah, the, the, the Walking Dead game, we've seen, like, shockingly little gameplay. I think this was the first gameplay we saw. It, yeah, it is. Um, but uh, you know, it was—it's uh, it, looking pretty good. I, I'm shocked how little gameplay we've seen for it coming out that quickly. But it's looking absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to double check and make sure uh, on its release date. I just want to. I oh, mean, I don't remember hearing hmm. uh, on when it was coming out. But um, it does look super fun. Um, each character has their own uh, has their own story. It feels like pretty much what I would want from a uh, Walking Dead game, just from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I started the trailer showing off uh, all of these enemies. The four kind of sneak up on uh, these enemies, and uh, the older man with the sniper rifle mm-hmm. uh, snipes the Wesley. Uh, Wesley. Uh, he, he basically uh, shoots this lock that was holding all these zombies on the other side of this yeah. gate, just releasing the horde in on them, and then they just started picking people off. Mm. Um, super cool. Uh, that's really good coming off of the, all the trailers where we met, like especially Heather's trailer, the last trailer, mm. uh, meeting that um, kind of like red-haired yeah. woman. Um, Jesus. Very good. Super, super good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not seeing when it comes out, but um, yeah, we can move forward, and I'll try to look for that All right. in a second, and then I'll talk about it while it's well too late. <laughs> Very good. That's our. Uh, <laughs> that's our N- uh, mo. So uh, after that, they okay. showed off this game, uh, Noita, N O I T A. If you wanted to look that up, an action roguelike where every pixel is simulated. Um, so it's from the guys that made this Whopper, I think it's probably their biggest game. Um, it's definitely like fucking around with physics. Um, 
doing a lot of weird like environmental things like uh, you're a wizard so you have the ability to like um, you have like a wand that shoots fire and the fire will like destroy things in the level um, you have uh, you know you can shoot water so you can walk over lava and things like that um, just a lot of like really cool creative ways to do things in the game considering that everything is simulated um, so there's like yeah. rooms that have gas in it. And if you light it on fire, it'll destroy all the gas and, you know, things like that. For sure. <clears throat> um, it turns out that, um, uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead is coming out November 6th, mm. the 8th for everywhere else. Holy yeah. shit. I, I don't know how I missed that. Wow. Um, but moving right. on. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, after that, they showed off some more, uh, two point hospital. Which I'm super so excited good, for. It? Um, oh man, it's so fucking goofy. Yeah, it's it's definitely got like a super quirky art style. Um, you know, they're they're doing their their own kind of weird thing. It's kind of a take on Theme Hospital. Um, mm -hmm. Don't do it. I'm watching this text document. <laughs> so uh, you know, it's it's got some really cool stuff. It showed one where they were giving this guy a cure, and they dropped this giant needle into his asshole. That was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, the game's shaping up really good. I cannot wait to get my hands on it because it's it's the kind of shit that I live for. For sure. Um, and then up next, they showed a uh, another look at the. It, it reminds me of Paladins. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's like a Paladin. I think it's from the Paladins team uh, or a Paladin spinoff. Yeah, yeah, it has the exact same art. Um, it's high-res, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's Paladins doing their Battle Royale game okay. called uh, Realm Royale. Um, it's the Paladins art style Battle Royale mm -hmm. game, so you know, it's not really anything to ogle over or look at. Um, but it's free now, if you want to check it out. Mm -hmm. um, and then they showed off Double Find's game, Double Find produced game, I believe, uh, Ooblets. Uh, which is kind of like uh, Animal Crossing. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like Animal Crossing meets um, insert another social game here. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's got some like extremely quirky art and look to it. Um, it's supposed to be like sort of Pokemon like, also. Right. Um, right. Sort of Pikmin ish. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, it looks yeah, really cool. There's it, like a lot of dancing involved. Yeah, and their art style is kind of um, like minimalist. Mm. Yeah, it it, it it looks like it'll be really fun and well done. Um, it, it looks like it'll be a, like, is it coming out on Switch? Or is it just PC? Um, I don't know. I don't know what all it's coming to. Uh, this is at the PC Gamer Show, so it's kind of hard to tell. Um... Let me look. Um, it is coming out for PC and Xbox One. No, it's too bad. That game would do. I think it would look really good on the on the mm. Switch. But PC would be a good way to play this for sure too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we moved right along. Actually, I think it's a game that you're more interested in, in than I am. Yeah, the new Anno, uh, Anno eighteen hundred. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. It's looking like uh, the big thing about the Anno games is that they're just, like, absolutely fucking gorgeous when you see them. <laughs> I mean, you can, oh, like, yeah. scroll through this city that you've built, and it's just, like, the most gorgeous thing. 
Um, the water simulation is looking really good. The environment's really beautiful. The detail in the buildings is great. Um, there's a lot less repetitiveness. Like, you used to run into problems where a lot of the buildings look the same if they were the same style of building. Um, so they're kind of starting to pull away from that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the game's looking like yeah, a good. true masterpiece. I mean, I'm, it's just gorgeous. And the game always adds up to nine. So after 1800, all that's left is like some really weird years. Like Anno, yeah. like 2007. <laughs> that one, I think, would be really fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, some really fun. good shit. Um, um, yeah. And then after that, they oh, yeah. uh, showed off their last Battle Royale mm-hmm. game. But this one, it, it's a little different yeah. for me. Um, this one's called uh, Rapture Rejects from the guys. Uh, it, the art style and comedy and writing is straight up the guys guys from Cyanide and mm-hmm. Happiness. Um, I'm just trying to look up really quick to see who, uh, uh, who makes it. Mm-hmm. Um... It is done by. Uh, oh yeah, it was Tiny Build as okay. a publisher. Yeah. Um, so it was a Tiny Build Cyanide and Happiness crossover, mm-hmm. um, and the whole idea is uh, the rapture has happened and you didn't make the cut. Um, the trailer opens up with um, one brother sitting on one side of the room with a whole bunch of posters and shit that's like metal and like. Uh, like chicks with their boobs hanging out, mm-hmm. and Oktoberfest, and you can tell that he's kind of like a, a scummy piece of shit. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other side of the room has a very neat and tidy brother that's praying, mm-hmm. even. And he lays down to go to sleep, the lights pop on, and people start being raptured. Mm-hmm. And he's looking out at it, and he's like, It's beautiful. Yeah. And then he notices, Wait. Wait, why am I not being raptured? <laughs> he looks over at his fucking brother, who is being raptured, but he's in this room, and he's just slamming against the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So he helps him out of his, out the window, and his brother gets raptured. He's like, for, for real? real? I didn't get raptured after all the good shit I've done? So he's like, fuck it. He just chugs this big old bottle <laughs> of alcohol, takes off his clothes, and just joins the city. He smashes the bottle, actually. So he has a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but it is a battle royale game that's kind of like a, it looks kind of like a point and click battle royale game. Yeah. Which is yeah. interesting. Um, where you kind of just like, you like aim in the direction and then you just like, like click the fire. Um, and it is, uh, like a third, like a third, not a third person, like a top down almost. Mm-hmm looking game. So, it's interesting. Um, you can sign up for the alpha right now at rapturerejects.com. Um, go check it out. If you really like the, the Cyanide and Happiness comics, mm-hmm. uh, you'll probably uh, you'll probably be into this game. Depending on um, you know, like, how, what it comes out for, um, or whatever. I feel like all the Battle Royale games need to come out for free. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, it, so they, no other so they can compete, compete yeah. with... Yeah, they have to compete with something like uh, of like Fortnite and all that, hmm. so you kind of have to at this point. Um, and then the last game they showed off, for whatever reason, uh, why they picked this to be the last game they showed off was Hitman Two, um, talking about their November thirteenth, twenty eighteen release date, hmm. um, showing off just some more of the game. We've seen a healthy amount of the game before uh, the conference, um, and then this one they showed off a, I think it was a, uh, 
the assassination target were two people and one of them, I think they were both race car drivers. Mm-hmm. So they're at this racetrack and, you know, tons of, it, it, it's Hitman. You know what to expect with Hitman. So it, it's literally just more of the Hitman like we had got when they were under Square Enix. Uh, Square, but now they're uh, they're under uh, WB. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, like the, the PC gaming show was nuts. I mean, they had so much stuff they were showing off. Um, yeah, and they took time. They did. They took time so they would like show gameplay. They'd have somebody come out and talk about it. They'd have some, you know, just a trailer, story trailer. They'd go into more gameplay. Like they, they did a really good job, I think. Yeah, and th- like the hosts, um, I actually enjoyed mm-hmm. the hosts. Um, whereas some sometimes you watch some of these shows, um, and you're like, okay, go what was the girl? Home. What was the girl's name? She was uh, she she was pretty entertaining to listen to, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and then the dude on the main stage, um, they did a pretty yeah. good job. So I, I really I really liked this show. Um, there were a lot of good things, you know, from you know seeing more of um, like seeing things we'd never seen before, like Neo Cab. Mm-hmm. Um, the Forgotten City, uh, the Sinking City. There's a lot of forgotten. There's a lot of cities. There's a lot of city work going on. Um, but like Sable was a mind blowing experience mm-hmm. to see for mm-hmm. me. Um, like all the way up to like Two Point Hospital and seeing some gameplay of Overkill Soul. Oh, yeah. Like it was a great show. It wasn't at the level of something like Microsoft or Sony. Uh, Microsoft, but it was definitely you know just this was probably the best show under that. Yeah, I think probably. I'd agree with you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then that brought us that? up to uh, the Sony press conference, which uh, started at uh, nine p.m. on uh, Monday night for us. Um, yeah. Last show of Monday. So. Uh, this one, I mean, just to kind of preface it a little bit, there's it's not anywhere near. It's like less than half as many games that were at the Microsoft show, but like the quality okay. of what they showed off, I think, was a lot better. Uh, well, not necessarily better, but they showed a lot of the games that we knew we were going to see, and we got to see a little bit of games we weren't really expecting. Um, so right. overall, they did a good job, and actually, they're. They started strong, too. Yeah, I mean... Right out of the um, gate. So, yeah, well, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Right out of the gate, um, they opened up, and it's it's in, it was in, like, a church-type building. Um, yeah, they had created a tent um, that looked like a right. church. Right, and, uh, you know, people were kind of confused. A lot of journalists weren't expecting it when they showed up. So they were like, uh, yeah, I guess we're in here. Like, kind of like, it's kind of weird. I'm not really sure what they're doing here. And then when they got into it, people were like, oh, shit. So they had, um, you know, they announced that, you know, we're here at this church, whatever. Just hang with us. You know, we're going to have a change of venue at some point. So just follow along. You'll understand but, this. You'll understand this more here. So um, the, is it the uh, the main, uh, you know, who, basically the person in charge of the music on um, Last of Us 2 and uh, the original Last of Us? Uh, I, yeah, I'm not um, sure. Um, he came out, uh, the guy, Gustavo. The guy. Uh, he came out and he played yeah. like some what was it a banjo or something some banjo type instrument, and um, um, he yeah. played like a Last of Us tune, and it was that actually went on like a little long. <laughs> they might have been stalling for time, um, and uh, it was pretty long. Yeah, it, I mean it. It was really good. It, though. Was it had really like good. a really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just had a really good sound like sound to it, yeah. and it took took you right back to uh, first game, The Last mm-hmm. of Us. Yeah. Just immediately yeah. back. So that was, it was pretty powerful. But it was long. I so then um, eventually he just stopped, stood up. He didn't say anything, stood up, 
walked off stage, and then, uh, what was it? They had the big screen behind him, and then on the screen started yep. playing, uh, or, or I guess a CG trailer for The Last of Us 2, which was, yeah, it opened I, up, I imagine and the first shot was the inside of that church that Sony had built for everybody to be in. Yeah, which was super cool. Everyone was like, oh, this, okay, yeah. cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, and this looks like, I mean, this will be in the game, mm-hmm. the trailer, this little trailer piece. Yeah, this is, this is CG uh, gameplay. Well, almost definitely. Yeah, this is a cutscene mm-hmm. from in the game. Um, and it kind of walks through this uh, conversation between Ellie and this other uh, gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other gentleman is interested in this girl who's on the dance floor. And Ellie is just kind of like, you know, watching her like, you know, they might be friends mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then the girl comes up and that guy, you know, it's kind of revealed that the guy and that girl that they were watching like broke up mm-hmm. or whatever. And she kind of shrugs the guy off, but grabs Ellie, pulls her out to the dance floor and they start dancing. Um, and uh, they start doing this like thing. Like, I, I think it was really funny to me when I first watched it because she's like the girl that was originally dancing. She's like, I have a really important question. How do I smell? And Ellie's like, and Ellie's like, like wet garbage, like a, like a wet burning pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, in that case, and she just wipes her face on her face, like Ugh. cheek to cheek, just like slimes right off yeah. on her. And um, she's like, ah, oh, great. Um, and Ellie looks a lot different this mm-hmm. time around. Like as she's grown up, she's, um, I don't know, she's transformed from. Like, she's definitely not a kid anymore. She looks like a hard right. ass, like a hard ass woman now. Yeah. That, that like almost the world is broken. Right. Her. Yeah. And she sees some shit. Yeah. Um. I think from there it went straight into gameplay, and then they come back to that later, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, they went into gameplay, and damn, was the gameplay cool. Um. At like at one point they were she was going through uh. She had, like, four or five people chasing her, and she went into this little, like, shop, and she had, like, no ammo. And when she runs in, she finds one arrow sticking into a body, and she has to, like, pull it out. Um, And she kills a guy and gets some arrows from him, and, like, last thing, she had, like, four arrows left Mm. after she picked up this whole mess of arrows, and she had to shoot down this big guy. He was huge. Um... And when she shot him down enough, he was on his knees, his gun had fallen, and he just started very creep, very creepy, but he just started, like, praying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she just pulled out this hatchet and just lopped his head, almost clean off. She took one hard whack and then a second hard whack into that that neck. Um, It was really rough. And then after that, it spun back around and they were back at the dance. Like, she was remembering, like, that gameplay piece. And uh, at one point, the girl, Ellie goes, everyone's looking at you. And the girl's like, no, maybe everyone's looking at you. And then one thing led to another, and those two are just making out right there on the old dance floor. Uh, Which was probably pretty interesting for the partygoers. Everybody there's like, Um, damn, dude, I thought... They're like, oh, oh, look, two friends dancing. Wait, wait, why are they? How did that one get? That doesn't. 
That's a great way oh. to cut the cold, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe that uh, people were like, okay, so somebody that specifically wanted to watch Last of Us at E3 and then comment about it, people were like, um, why are these two girls kissing? Ellie's gay. It's yeah. canonical that Ellie's gay. Yeah. And it has, like, it's, it's, a, it's a well-known fact. Yeah. Like, it's not even like a, oh, she might it's, be uh, so scenario. So it's, it's like, like, hinted at in the main game <laughs> several times, and then in the DLC, it's, like, outright, like, this is her girlfriend. It's, like, the point of the fucking DLC yeah. is just pointing out that that was a yeah. fact. And, like, it's showing her backstory, and that's one of the facts of her backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That was huge, and then they had like a change of uh, venue where they talked about. And during that time, they sent it out to some people on the floor, and uh, mm-hmm. they uh, talked about um, Call of Duty Black Ops Three maps. If you pre-order Black Ops Four as well, Black Ops Three is a surprise PlayStation Plus free game for PlayStation Plus users that you can download tonight. Now you can still go download this as you know you're listening to this, uh, being in the month of June. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just kind of broke down and went down all the things they talked about leading up to E3. So Tetris Effect, Days Gone, Twin Mirror, uh, Ghost Giant VR, and Beat Saber. The Beat Saber's VR, looking really uh, which good. Which were all announced. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tetris Effect looks cool. It has a VR and non-VR, um, uh, ability, which is a, uh, it's just a standard Tetris game. Um, Days Gone, which we've seen a decent, decent bit about. I'm glad they didn't have a big, big piece on Days Gone again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the show, I did see someone finally fight a horde, and it was a small horde, about 250 zombies. Yeah. Um, and that shit was cool. It was. It's very much like uh, how in Horizon you'd see people kind of like tactfully decide how they're going to take people down, mm-hmm. or take down the, the dinos. Um, it's exactly like that. Okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to lead them through here, and then this is going to happen. Um there really isn't another way to do it, and it's really cool. Um, Twin Mirror is a uh, is that was that a donut? Yeah, that's the other donut. Uh, that's the other donut game. Um, that is kind of has a uh, um, what's the name of that that show? We keep Twin Peaks, just like this show. Twin Peaks, very yeah. Twin Peaks. Uh, has a has very much a Twin Peaks vibe. Um, and then Ghost Giant VR. I don't remember too much about that one. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, Beat Saber, which White Saber Guitar Hero, basically. Yeah. Um, which looks cool. Uh, you know, we'll we'll check out and we'll see more of all of these uh, because they seem really willy nilly to talk about them as they move forward. I don't remember any of the release dates on any of those, though. Um, except Days Gone. That one is uh, February twenty second, just like everything yeah. else. Um. Then they talked a little bit about Destiny 2 Forsaken uh, patch coming up. Mm. Uh, And that took us right up to um, the next stage that they had set, which looked like kind of like a koi pond. Um, It had like a koi pond and a bridge and a mirror and a big um, projection screen behind them. Um, And this dude played uh, this Japanese instrument. It's a Japanese flute. I'm not sure exactly what it's called, uh, but it was really good, and it led us into Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, and the Ghost of Tsushima gameplay was uh, it was really exciting. Um, yeah, like, it was. It, this was definitely one of those things where it was like, I have no idea what this is. I'm interested to see more. 
um, I'm over here expecting a trailer. And they, yeah. they're like, oh, like, here's a level. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, basically, here is... And, yeah, they're like, here is a like a whole chunk of gameplay. And on top of that, it wasn't just, like, I was expecting there to be some, like, fast gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sucker Punch. They're known for... Lightning at fast. At this point, lightning fa- literally lightning fast, yeah. infamous gameplay. Um, no, this was, like, almost one cut and you're done kind of combat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super cool. Like, he had his, like, he had a sword, like, uh, in its sheath, and then as soon as the guy came up, just, like, drawn, the guy was dead in one Boom. move. Just went right through him. And it was super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they capped the whole thing off like he had been following this girl around, and she's like, you know, this is what I'm looking to do. They capped it off when she turned on him, and uh, she had different motives that kind of conflicted with his right. motives. And then they, so they have, like, a, like a very, like, picturesque like epic beautiful battle uh under the yeah, like this with, red leaves of this like white tree and um yeah it's a it, the cherry blossom is just blowing across the um kind of like grass field that they're standing right. in yeah with the, the the typical you see behind your main character it's like he's silhouetted and then you can see um some details in the silhouetted other character as the cherry blossoms are it's a very very good looking mm-hmm. scene well done. Yeah, so there's some very um, cool shit. But it was about this time that we started having a lot of issues with the stream, no matter where we went. Um, we were on Twitch, we moved to uh, YouTube, and then we moved to GameSpot, and then we moved to Facebook, where we remained for the rest of the stream. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter trying to get back to Twitch for me, I kept trying, and it did not work. Yeah. Um, but in the middle of all of this, they showed off uh, you know, some of Dreams. Um, it was basically like a little concert someone had made in dreams, um, which I saw more of later where, um, you can create your music and then once you have the music going, you can click play on the music and you can control, a, you can, they call it a puppet. Mm-hmm. You can puppet a, uh, uh, a character that you've created and you can make him do, make it seem like he's playing the music from the music you've created. So now you have two nodes that are doing uh, that work together. So the music plays, the character moves, and the camera moves in the way that you want the music, or the way that you want during the uh, little performance. And that's cool. Like It's like, okay, I set up my guitarist, or the guitarist music, mm-hmm. and then the guitarist does all mm-hmm. this. Guitarist is done. Okay, now the drummer, I'll set up the drums. The drums sound like this. Okay, let's listen to the drums. We'll puppet the drummer. The drummer does this. You can set up a whole concert mm-hmm. if you want. And that's just a small portion of what this game can do. You can make this character, um, let's say they used a, they called him Heavy Metal Banana mm-hmm. uh, that I watch. And they're like, now you've done this, you can set up a whole video. of a, You can set up a music video. Or you could take him and throw him into your level and he could be the boss on one of your levels. Mm-hmm. Like he could be a huge Heavy Metal Banana. And every time he moves his guitar down or strums, it sends out a shockwave attack or something. Right. It's like that's pretty cool. That's so interesting. Um, yeah, so they're building. This is this game is not going to be for everyone. I can tell you that much right mm. now. It's people aren't going to have the the capability like the like gamers. A lot of times, I feel like don't want to sit down and think heavily, heavily, this heavily about you know this heavy about what they're doing. Mm. 
they want to just play, you know, they just want to go shoot something after a long day, or they want to, you know, uh, you know, escape and just follow a, a rails on story or something. Um, this game is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost modding. It's like light modding. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super interesting, but uh, I, I do recommend giving it a chance that they do have a beta coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you don't want to make stuff, you don't have to make stuff. You can always just download stuff people have made. Okay. So that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. All right. So um, from there? And I really don't remember the next one too, too much. I know what it is, but I don't really know what it was about. Uh-huh. I don't remember. So they rolled right into um, Control from Remedy. Um, right. So, uh, you know, this is the studio that made the Alan Wake games recently, Quantum Break. I really am disappointed they didn't continue with the ache ending in the name. Um, but here we are. Uh, also, did Max Payne 1 and 2, I believe? Yeah. Um, so, yes. yeah. Uh, so, Remedy, this is their new, I think it was originally titled Project 7, their seventh big game. Um, Control is sort of, I mean, it's definitely got a Quantum Break feel. In fact, we actually thought. That it might be like a Quantum Break DLC or something um, in the beginning. Yeah. It's that same graphical style. Or like style. a sequel or something. Um, it's like a lot of like Inception style, like reality bending shit going on. Um, overall, very cool, I thought. Um, it, it's, it, it leaves a lot to the imagination, but they really didn't say anything about what the game is. <laughs> but, right. uh, I mean, it, it looks really cool, and that's all that I'm here for. Yeah, um, it, was, it was interesting... Uh, that, you know, that we got to look at this game because it was shown off on the Sony. It was, oh, okay. So I guess it is coming out for more than what mm-hmm. I thought. Um, I thought this was a PS4 exclusive and it's weird that this would be on the PlayStation stage. Whereas quantum break was, uh, yeah. Remedy has had a really strong relationship with Xbox for a long time. Alan Wake was 360 only, um, only yeah. until it eventually came out on PC. So, uh, yeah. And this one's coming out across the yeah. board. So it looks like their deal with Microsoft maybe ended. Mm. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I would have ended it too after Quantum Break. Yeah, that was pretty. That was a pretty they poor. Got fucked um, on it, to be honest. Yeah, um, but then after that, for me, just best thing that could have happened. Um, it not only amplified this show for mm. me, it just it, it was probably my second favorite thing of all oh, of yeah, the three. Yeah. They uh, finally announced Resident Evil, or not announced. They showed a cinematic trailer, and then later, uh, about 25 minutes of gameplay mm-hmm. of Resident Evil 2. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. Uh, you know, you start off as a mouse, and the mouse is running around in this uh, almost like pantry area where there's cans and like box food on the mm-hmm. shelf. He climbs up high, sees these two guys struggling, um, and then they slam into the rack that he's on. So he tries to run off the rack and he's on the floor running full speed away as boxes and cans are falling. And this whole shelf just falls over and smashes him. And it kind of turns and um, it turns and shows the rat or mouse or whatever is dead. And that this guy is fighting this zombie and uh, it get it gets him. And as the zombie looks up, uh, Leon um, from Resident mm-hmm. Evil two shoots him. Um, and then uh, they showed a decent amount of gameplay that just blew my mind, man. I like I've never seen um, like we always saw like the rule from Resident Evil Four for me was shoot him in the knee so they fell to one knee and then shoot him mm-hmm. in the head so they're done. Right. <clears throat> but he shot him in the elbow and the arm hung on for dear life, but it was spinning mm. 
Like it was hanging on from just a tendon. There was no hinge so there cool. anymore. And then as it shambled, it just kind of slopped off and just hit yeah. the ground. And then he shot the knee, busted the knee clean off. The whole thing came mm-hmm. off. Um, and fell, and then he, you know, finished it off. And another time he shot a zombie in the head, and it just peeled the skin and the hair mm-hmm. back. And I was like, what? Like, what the hell's yeah, happening? That's really sick. Um, it was it was insane. They really said they wanted to deal, amp up the wetness and the gore mm-hmm. in this game. So uh, I was like, yes, please. That sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. So it looks really good. Uh, definitely go check out some of that gameplay footage from uh, e- the E3 floor, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then... They- <laughs> And then, of course, we hear Justin Roiland's voice mm-hmm. uh, talking about a new game called Trover Saves the Universe for uh, PSVR and PS4. Um, and it's just, a, it's just a platformer game in the style of almost Rick and Morty. Right. Um, you play as a character named Trover who is trying to save the mm-hmm. universe, apparently. That's about all I got out of that. Um, he did a lot of weird like Rick and Morty-style bullshit where they're like... Uh, I don't know, just like a lot of like the quirky jokes and stuff that they would make in Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after that, they uh, yet again, yet another show had a Kingdom Hearts show off. <laughs> I cannot believe Nintendo didn't. Um, so we yeah. had Kingdom Hearts three again. This time they actually did reveal some more stuff though. Um, they showed off the Pirates of the Caribbean world, which the graphics on oh, this yeah, one yeah. were very good, much better than I expected. I can't believe, like, after, like, playing the original Kingdom Hearts and then seeing that Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Holy. They're nailing it, dude. Holy Totally shit. fucking nailing it. Um, like, Sora, you can forget, is even fake. Like, is even, like, he feels like he fits in the universe so well. Yeah. Like, it feels super real. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off, like, the entire cast of Pirates, much, basically. Yeah. Um, in fantastic fashion. It looks great. Um, but after that, they announced uh, Kingdom Hearts Remix, an all-in-one package for PS4, uh-huh. uh, which comes with uh, uh, 1.5, 2.5, all the stuff that comes with that, and then uh, I believe 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think they showed a limited edition PS4 right. as well, right? Yeah. So and that, that PS4 cool. does, or at least can, come with the all-in-one package as well. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it always does. That's but. pretty impressive. So, you know, if you are looking to get a PS4, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you don't have the money now, now is a good time to save until January, right. you know? Yeah, no joke. Um, but, yeah, overall, I mean, totally cool. Um, uh, King Hearts is, is looking really good. I mean, they, they're being really weird about how they show it off, but uh, it's something that I really want to dig into more. Definitely. Um, and then next up, they showed some Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. This was crazy. Uh, actually, a, a lot more than I thought we were yeah. going to get. Um, they uh, they they started off with uh, just showing, you know, a small trailer, kind of more of the same that we expected, and then it just kind of went into um, some bits of gameplay where he's trying to avoid uh, uh, whatever these spectral mist creatures in the sky mm-hmm. are. Um, and it just kept going back and forth between gameplay and, uh, um, back and forth between gameplay and cinematic. 
showing Norman Reedus trying to work his way around this stuff. Um, and ultimately, he died. Yep. At the end. Uh, so, he, yeah, he, he wanders out and, you know, the little uh, kind of switch robot light thing is, like, looking around and kind of centering on different enemies. Yeah, it's like a, a, yeah it just kind of, like, blinks. Mm. It's like an arm that sticks off of his backpack. Right. Uh, we saw that I think in the last uh, trailer, the first for the first time. Right. But um, um, yeah, so it, yeah, he just basically gets swallowed got, up from the ground. You see hands come up and pull yeah. him in. It was it was really cool. Um, and it, yeah, I've I've watched that gameplay a couple times just to see if I can get any more out of it, and I really can't. Um, yeah, it's the, I don't know what we're missing. Like the the details are they showed off a few new characters. Mm. Um, one of the characters, they, he, they show a photo of him, um, a woman standing next to him that's pregnant, and then a woman behind him. And the woman behind him, they show her in the trailer, but it's a much younger version mm. of her. Um, so that was interesting. I, you know, I can't really pinpoint where she fits into this. Was that woman next to him? Was that, like, his wife? Mm-hmm. What was that? Um, it just... More questions, uh, yeah. and everyone on the internet just believe he works for Uber Eats. Yep, uh, that's true. He that's shit. <laughs> uh, he, a lot of the times you'll see him carrying something on his back very mm-hmm. heavy, or he'll have a little box that follows him. the little bots. That are carrying stuff. Uh, even at one point he had a body bag mm-hmm. on his back and was struggling to keep, uh, keep control of it. That was cool. So, yeah, it was, it was a very cool trailer that we still have no idea what... Or not trailer, but experience that we still have no idea what's right. going on. Um, so you know, we look to see more on Death Stranding, uh, Gamescom, and then I, it would be awesome if we got a release date at like Tokyo Game Show yeah. or something. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, they've been working on it for a little while now, mm-hmm. so it could be about time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, it still seems like it's way too early, but. They surprised me even with what I saw so far. So they're they're doing they're they're a lot further ahead than I would have thought. Yeah. Um, then they went into a um, a Koei Tecmo uh, game and it ended up being Neo Two, yeah. which was really surprising. Seeing as how they had Neo Two uh, and Ghost of Tsushima on the same stage, and From Software's new game is like Samurai Ninja based as well. Yeah, that we talked about during the Xbox right. show. So that's interesting. So, um, we didn't get really much from the Neo 2 except uh, like a little bit of action and then a title mm-hmm. card. Um, cool. Still? Yeah, definitely. And then the last big game that they showed, of course, was uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, being the new, next game, next big game that they're going to be have they, they have coming out um, in uh, September 7th. Yeah. Um, and they show gameplay of this. You know, you go into Spider-Man shows up at the raft, which is basically like uh, Blackgate for uh, Spider-Man universe, and uh, where he's put away all of his most hardened criminals. And he sees a slew of criminals mm-hmm. during this gameplay: um, Rhino, Scorpion, uh, Electro. I'm not sure. I don't think he saw Shocker, but he saw Vulture. Mm-hmm. Um, then he saw that guy that's like the negative man or whatever. Yeah, Mr. Um, who we something. Yeah, the guy that we've seen a lot of during the um, um, previous 
like little story mm-hmm. pieces and gameplay. And, um, and then at the very end, when they're all, all of the villains are together, and it's basically the Sinister Six, um, except you're missing um, Craven the Hunter and uh, Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um, someone comes in, and it's just a close up of Spider Man's face, and he's like, oh, you're, he says something like, you're the leader or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, you're, you're the one who's behind this. And a huge bright light starts to flare mm-hmm. up. Um, to be honest, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so they're definitely still keeping a lot of secrets, but uh, what we saw of it looked really good. Um, it looks like to be like really fast-paced, fun, uh, you know, action-packed game. Yeah. Uh, which you um, know, Spider-Man games in the past have fast. had some problem with like keeping the pace up, so this is looking really good. Yeah, they've shown they've shown a lot more gameplay. Um, that you can find gameplay now of them just swinging around the mm. city, um, doing like small things. Even uh, I just got an email saying that they've shown off the entire Overworld map, mm. so it's pretty good. Hell yeah! And then they had like a surprise, like kind of sneaky announcement at the very end. Um, and it was like after the show yeah, had ended, like they almost like didn't give it a was, shit anymore. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, we forgot to mention uh, From Software is making a PSVR game. It's called like Darasine or something like that. It's got a really weird name. And then they just showed like a little like kind of like a just sort of like a feeling piece. I don't think it was meant to be too much of anything. It just kind of seemed like something to like set the mood. Yeah, and that that's pretty much what, what I got out of it mm-hmm. as well. Um, they said it's like no other game that they've made thus mm-hmm. far. Yeah, so... Um, but you know, that was the show. That was the show. It was, um, it was a great show. Uh, I mean, the, obviously there was a lot of good moments between, um, uh, last of us, ghost of uh, Tsushima, resident evil two, Spider-Man, um, death stranding. It was, um, it was a good show. Um, definitely nowhere near Microsoft Mm. showing, but they showed a lot less too. And it gave time for a lot of these games to shine properly. So uh, I guess that's the difference. Um, And then the next day, uh, 12 p.m. on Tuesday, we jumped into the Nintendo Direct. Yes. um, Which we had a lot of expectations coming Mm -hmm. into. And I would say they satisfied it for Uh, the most part. Yeah, for the most part. These guys damn near came out and won the Mm -hmm. show. Yeah. which is crazy. They started off in a very unusual fashion for them with a game called uh, Damon X Machina, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is a game that's coming out in 2019. Um, it is a fast-paced mech uh, combat game. Um, and damn, like, everything was fast. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, the music was metal and quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not my style because I'm not a mech guy, but um, that was interesting mm-hmm. to see them start off that way. Um, did you have anything to throw I mean, yeah, that? it was looking really interesting. It's not necessarily the like style of mech that I like, and I think I said that even during the live stream, but it, like, I'll yeah. take it. It's really cool looking still, and um, definitely okay. something that I'm interested in. And then right after that, they jumped right into uh, another game. Where we're like, oh, what is this? It, you know, it might be this, might be this. It was Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, coming out September 18th. Uh, this is another game that I feel falls under that, um, that same problem as, uh, like, 
like I mentioned, Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out at a time where the, everything's coming yeah. out. And it's going to get washed for me. There's no way I can play this heavy of a game while all these other things are there. Uh-huh. You know? There's just not enough time. Um, but it looked really good. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on that one. Um, and then they kicked off uh, a little bit more showing even gameplay, right. uh, I believe, of uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee mm. uh, coming out November 16th. Um, we got a lot of things cleared up with this trailer mm-hmm. for me. Or this bit of uh, this bit of information that they cleared right. out. Um like, the Pokemon kind of wander around in the grass, and I remember going through, like, lower areas, when you'd walk through, it'd just be, like, here's a Pokemon, it's level 4, and you're level 78, and now you have to run from it. And it's just like a time waster, you know, every time you'd get into mm-hmm. one of those. You don't have to worry about in this, in this because when you walk through the grass, you just walk around the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, not sure if they'll chase you or anything like that. Um, but you're not punching the shit out of the Pokemon to m- make them submit to your will. You're just trying to catch yep. them, trying like to be cool that. with them, um, which I kind of like. They showed off also the Pokeball Plus, um, which is uh, something you can take with you, and it can also be the controller to play the whole game mm-hmm. one-handed, um, which is kind of cool, because sometimes you need that other hand to do other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they <laughs> moved right along. Mm-hmm. 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 No. Nope. Yeah. Did we talk about the Pokemon no, Plus? <laughs> yeah. And needing that one hand free. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. you played all one-handed. Sorry, it's just this video was open in the other tab. So, um, they went on to announce uh, Super Mario Party, a uh, new Mario Party game for the Switch. Yeah, and something that nobody talked some about. Some really interesting, uh, uh, like, some of the stuff they showed off in this trailer heck. was like, no, that can't be real. Yeah. It, it was really good. Uh at one point, they had two uh, two switch screens. Like instead of having the controllers snap to the side of it, controllers are off, and you lay them flat on the table on the back, and uh, you just slide two of them together, two of the screens, mm-hmm. and then swipe through so it knows where it's connected right. at, and then you can play a, mi- a mini game like mm-hmm. that, and it creates like the endlessly. It's hard to explain. It creates like a bounding, right? Like. You're bound to the screen, but the screen, the screens are touching on the spot that you mm-hmm. swipe through, so you can go through that area and drive seamlessly from one screen to the other. Right, which was crazy. That's insane. How do the controllers? How do the controllers even know? know? They're pow- They're they're paired to two systems. Yeah. I'm so lost, but it's really cool. It's, this um, is like the true. It's showing off the real capabilities of the Switch. I mean, for the most part, the Switch just kind of looks like. Um, you know, it just sort of seems like a 3DS with detachable controllers for the most part. But then when you see stuff right. like this, you're like, oh, hold on. Now I see. Now I see the possibilities, you know? Never mind. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was cool. Uh, tons mm-hmm. of other uh, mini games. Uh, but Super Mario Party coming October 5th. And that's that relatively quick, too, yeah. Very quick. To not be, not have heard mm-hmm. about it at all. <laughs> so then they uh, moved on after that, and they they uh, showed off, and I guess announced Fire Emblem Three Houses for the Switch. Um, yep. So this is a sort of a traditional Fire Emblem game, but it looks like they've altered um, 
I guess the layout of like how you uh, like how the battles are really taking place. Like in the game, it's usually like you have this force of heroes and you're going up against idiots and you just kill them. Like there's a, there's right. maybe a, a, a boss character or something on the enemy team, but now they're like, no dude, this is a war. So when you have your hero character going into a fight, um, you see that character and their, you know, their art is unique and looks different than, you know, the other character standing next to them or whatever. But when the battle animation takes place, you have like a group of soldiers that are using your same style of weapon. And the enemy has a group of soldiers. So it, it actually gets a lot more of that kind of warfare type vibe, um, which I thought was really cool. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and that, that was one of the things, like, when we started, we were just like, oh, <clears throat> we were like, oh, man, this doesn't, like, they're, they're doing this mm. again. You know what I mean? It's where it's, like, zoomed way back. And the yeah, it's kind of, like, really it's small. not, like, super like, traditional we... art. It's, it's like, the weird 3D art that they do every once in a while. But then they zoomed in on that combat, mm -hmm. and they showed the soldiers around the character to kind of almost represent right. health. And, uh, and then the characters, and it all looked really, really, really good. Mm -hmm. Like, uncharacteristically good for um, the Fire Emblem. Exactly. exactly. So... Definitely surprising, and that's on my radar for spring 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and then we knew about Fortnite coming to Switch. Uh, that was leaked, I think, via 4chan well mm -hmm. before. Um, but what wasn't known is um, it's free, and it was releasing that right. day. Uh, and then, of course, we hit some problems because they're like, you can play across all platforms, but when you went to go log into the Switch version, it's like, this account like is lo logged into a PlayStation 4. Yep. You have to create a new yep. account. You cannot play this on and it's created this whole backlash and now Sony's kind of like we're interested to see what fans think was the last thing that yeah, they right. said. And it's like we your fans have been yelling yes. at you well before that. <laughs> yeah, we're not stupid. Like just open it up. Yeah. We're like why do we need multiple accounts? This mm -hmm. is stupid. Um I like personally, I will not create another account. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Like I'm, I'm no, at this I point. Mean, I'm never going to have a different username. <laughs> uh, well, I use my Epic account for everything. I use it for Unreal Engine. Mm -hmm. I use it for you know, like multiple things. I'm not going to create another account just to play Fortnite. Switch on exactly the Switch. Yeah, but with that said, I'm also not going to be playing it on PS4 either. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just not something. Not I'm until it opens up. Um. So that was the mm -hmm. thing. Uh, and then they announced uh, Overcooked 2, which uh, Overcooked yeah. 1... Overcooked was a pretty well-beloved uh, game when it came out. I had a Great lot of friends that were super, super, super into it. Yeah, really good multiplayer game. Uh, uh, couch co-op, which, of course, a lot of people look at mm -hmm. as kind of like a dying art. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. It's kind of more of the same, but people have a lot of fun mm -hmm. with that one. And it looked like they were doing a lot more uh, with like, levels change while you're playing and things like that. Right, right. Um, um, I don't remember the next one too, too much. I'll look that one up if you want to take the one after. Uh, sure. Um, so, yeah, we, we moved on and they kind of showed off some Hollow Knight. Uh, I think we've known the Hollow Knight was coming to Switch for a while, but uh, they wanted to show off a little more of that. It was available as of the day. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. It's kind of a, I don't know, is it? How would you describe it? I think it's like a traditional, like what you would sort of expect. Um, 
you know, single player, uh, like platformery. Yeah, it's like just a regular single player platform mm. uh, platformer game. Um, I think it has some interesting mechanics behind yeah. it too that I can't remember what they are. Um, I mean, I can look really quick though. But uh, yeah, Hollow Knight's been—it's kind of like Shovel Knight, like a cult like favorite. Um, so it's definitely cool to see. Uh, there was a really good, like, strong fan response to that as soon as that one got announced. Uh, yeah, it's described as a Metroidvania mm -hmm. game. Um, so I think that was kind of what I was thinking. Um, it's a 2D Metroidvania action-adventure game takes place in Hollow Nest, a fictional ancient mm -hmm. kingdom. player controls an insect like Silent and Nameless Knight exploring the underground world. Um... Its art style kind of reminds me a little bit of like, uh, um, like Binding mm -hmm. of Isaac, a little, little a little bit. It's it, it just has that kind of like, um, like bubbliness to it. Right. Yeah. It's a little like it doesn't cutesy. have the dirt. It doesn't have the dirty. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have the dirt to it, but it has um, the dark. In Definitely. It. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, and then the. The other game in there was uh, Killer uh, Queen Black, um, which is a uh, platformer strategy game from Bumblebear. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, the same frantic 2D action as the original, is what mm -hmm. they were saying. It'll be the first time any version of Killer Queen has been playable at home because it started uh, years ago as just Killer mm -hmm. Queen, a single unique arcade cabinet with five players Holy on shit, either that's side. That's really cool. Playing up to ten players. Hmm. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, first time that's going to uh, be hitting homes. Um, that's really cool. Then we jumped and we saw a little bit more of Octopath Traveler. Kind of more of the same, just saying July uh, 13th. Saying that a new demo is coming June mm -hmm. 14th. So the new demo is out and that's the demo that carries over. Hell yeah. Uh, um, and then we saw more of Star, what, Star, it's Star Link, Star Link, right? yes. Yeah. I was typing uh, quick coming out because Nintendo was just showing shit so fast I couldn't even think about keeping up. Yeah, we actually missed, like, a whole yeah. section because they were showing them so fast, but, um, just showed off more Star Link with the October 16th, showing off that they have a, um, Star Fox, uh, character and chip, um, that you can mm -hmm. play as exclusively on the Switch, um, and we'll just kind of run down these because they did them really fast. Arena of Valor. Arena of Valor. Arena of Valor. I can't. Yeah, That's it. Uh, fall uh, 2018. I'm not sure what that game was. I don't really mm. remember. No, I don't I know about you. <laughs> uh, and then Minecraft coming uh, June mm. 21st. Um, and then the Octo expansion for um, Splatoon. Mm. Uh Summer 2018 is what mm -hmm. they said. Um, I think that's out. I, I think I just heard that that's already out, or it's just about to come out. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. But. Um, and then Ninjala, uh, Spring 2019, and the World Ends With You remix. That's where we. That's where he stopped uh, uh, taking role of everything that they were showing. Right. Out. And it was serious. It was like 30 games. Like yeah. four seconds. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. But it was... Um, then we finally got into the more important, the meat and potatoes of mm -hmm. the show, if you will. Um, and it was the last thing they spent probably a good 35 oh, yeah. minutes on it. At least. Um, and 
it was uh, Sakurai showing off uh, Super Smash Brothers Alt, mm-hmm. um, which was it was crazy for yeah. one um, because their tagline was um, uh, "They're all mm-hmm. here" or "All of them right. are here," um, meaning that every character from the past Super Smash game uh, is here mm-hmm. and playable. Um, and which is cool. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been like ten plus years since we've seen some right. of these characters in, uh, in Ice Climbers specifically. Um, yeah, Snake, Ice Climbers, um, and then they even announced a new mm-hmm. character. Um, well, they announced uh, Ridley, which was cool. Well, they announced a couple, yeah. of course, yeah. Uh, but the new, like, I don't think he's ever been seen. Ridley, before, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, yeah, additionally, they are adding, uh, the Inklings and all of their, like, gross, like, counterparts. Um, oh, so, yeah. like, a whole yeah. bevy of About, Inklings. like, eight, like, eight yep, different eight, versions. Eight different Inklings. Them. And then, uh, so there's four men and four women. And then, um, they're also adding yeah. Daisy, which essentially plays exactly like, um, Peach. But, you know, new character, slightly different in little ways. Um, yeah. so yeah, they also announced, uh, they're doing up to eight player battles. Which is something that they've done in the past. Which is yeah. all really cool. Um, yeah. They're you know they're doing a lot of little minor character changes, um, just little things. They, they kind of highlight they highlighted mm-hmm. that for a bit, just talking about like oh this is what this right. character is, how this is going to be changing and. Um, but yeah, um, go on. Yeah, they announced <laughs> uh, that GameCube controllers are going to be compatible with the game. I'm not sure how you're going to plug those in. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if that was going to be a specialty controller. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but what they claimed was that their that GameCube controllers are going to be compatible again. So take whatever that means. Um, all of the uh, Smash amiibos or amiibos of a character who is also in Smash are going to be compatible. Yeah, I thought they said like all amiibos are compatible. Like kind of like in Legend of Zelda, like I would scan my Toad one and it just gave me like something. Yeah, it's possible that it'll give you like trophies or things like that. I know they said that you'll be able to do all of the like training a fighter style uh, things with the proper Smash amiibo or any amiibo of that character. And they said it will carry over your your information from uh, the Wii U game or 3DS. Yeah. Which That's is really crazy, cool yeah. because I have a pretty high level mm-hmm. link over here. Uh, <laughs> just kind of sit there. And then, of course, the last thing they showed was uh, Ridley popping in, um, and then gameplay of Ridley just fucking destroying mm-hmm. uh, Samus. Um, specialty Smash and everything, which was cool. Um, but they highlighted that for a very long time. Yeah, it was like enough, everything. 25 minutes or something. They, well, yeah, they counted down every character. Yeah. And when they were uh-huh. debuted as well. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, they had the order of like uh, when each character appeared and everything. It, that, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. I knew Mario was one, but I thought Link was oh, two. No, it was DK. Link was three. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really cool. interesting. Um, so that was a that was a great show. Um, we, like, honestly, we were like, well, they have to show this, they have to show this, they have to show this. But after the show, we were nope, like, they nope, they just they showed this, and this was fine. Um so I don't know. Maybe we'll hear more about uh, the 2019 Pokemon RPG uh, later this year, like Tokyo. Yeah, we're, gonna have to, we're gonna have to wait and see, but uh, it's it's looking promising. I mean, uh, yeah, Nintendo definitely killed it. I mean, it was a uh, I don't know. Is it like can you say that it's surprising that Nintendo does good? You know what I mean? Like it's kind of weird <laughs> to say that. 
But uh, uh, I mean, well, we went through a really long time of them doing yeah, nothing. That's true. That's <laughs> you know true. what I mean? So <clears throat> it it is. It's not a thing of them. I don't think it's a thing of them doing, um, doing good. But it's just them actually doing mm-hmm. something. So that, I mean, that's that's cool. They're not just doing like they're not pandering toward their casual right. audience. They're pandering toward, or they're they're working toward um, bringing those casual players to mm-hmm. be um, like more core players and bridging that would be stuff like. <clears throat> uh, like Super Smash right. and you know third party support like mm-hmm. Fortnite. Um, I mean, hell, even putting uh, South Park on that console yeah. is mind blowing. Definitely, I me. agree. Um, so, <clears throat> so that was pretty cool. Um, like the whole show was good. Overall, E3 for me was uh, uh, was fantastic. Like, holy cow! There's so much that we have to look forward to now, um, and it's almost like too mm-hmm. much. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, um, it, it's really a lot and a, like a, a diverse amount of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was totally crazy. The whole show was uh, it was extremely good. So, I mean, let's look back. Which uh, which show was the best show for you? It's kind of tough. I think um, I think. Probably it'd be between Sony and Microsoft. Uh, well, I'd have to say Microsoft then, because Sony just they, they had so many errors with getting their shit to work properly. Uh, that was yeah. unacceptable to me. So uh, that's what that's why it makes that. Happen. Yeah, that that was yeah that was crazy that we had so much mm-hmm. trouble watching it, uh, and it wasn't on our end. It was on yeah, it was happening all over the place. <laughs> you know, so. It was, it was, yeah. So um, for me, I have to say the same. I actually think that Microsoft stole the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the downfall is they just had too. They much. had a lot. I mean, like Nintendo also had the um, similar issue where it was like, okay, this you're just like showing me way too much shit. I can't keep up with this. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it was like it was a combination of uh, like what they had on their show and the way they got to the point. Mm-hmm. So uh, getting to the point was really yeah. really big. Um, so I agree, Microsoft was definitely mine. Um, Followed, followed pretty close, probably by uh, Sony and then Nintendo. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess let's think about like uh, what are the top three games of show? Games. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can start with mine. Uh-huh. Uh, um, my my third game of show was Scene Session on the Xbox okay. Stage. Um, that was really big for me since I've been following and talking with those guys since day one, mm-hmm. um, since I first saw anything that they had done. Um, and even like yesterday, I was sitting here playing the dev build of their game. It's mm-hmm. like that. It, it's kind of like <clears throat> like seeing them like graduate almost. Yeah, you know? it's pretty yeah, big. Um, uh, two for me was probably the Resident Evil Two uh-huh. remake. Uh, surprising, gory, disgusting. I'm a big horror fan. It was everything I that I mm-hmm. wanted. <clears throat> and then the number one thing is, uh, and it's almost like I, I love everything that we saw, and um, everything that I continue to hear mm-hmm. about it. But it's almost like making it into something that I. Uh, it, it's almost like a fantasy, mm-hmm. because the game we don't know enough about the game yeah. yet. But Cyberpunk definitely mm-hmm. won game mm-hmm. show for me. 
hands down. Yeah. Um, I was so hyped for that game, and I'm still hyped for that game. Like, even days after, like, I, like, I just want to watch gameplay of that mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I think, um, I definitely want to, like, I noticed that you didn't say anything that was going to be, like, super obvious. Like, um, I think probably the best presentation of anything was Smash Brothers, just because they did so much. And then after that oh, yeah, would be yeah. um, Last of Us Part Two, uh, but I think of my yeah. in no order. Um, I really like seeing more of Anthem. It's kind of um, it's kind of calmed some of my fears around you know what some possibilities of Anthem could have been. Um, it seems like they're going in a good direction mm-hmm. with it. I like what I've heard. There's some things that I don't like that I've heard, but I'd rather have it clarified than not know. Um, yeah, definitely. I think uh, Ghost of Tsushima was really surprising that we saw as much as we did. Um, I really liked what I saw, and I want to see more, and I want to keep going with that. And then mm-hmm. um, I would say that I was really glad to see uh, Dying Light, too. Um, I, I sort of wasn't oh, yeah. expecting to... like. I know that there was a Dying Light, too, in production. But I didn't really know that the talent that they had on it, I didn't really know, um, like, anything about what was coming. Like, they didn't even talk about zombies uh, in this entire show. So no, they were like, it's almost like an over, it's almost like an overtone yeah. for, this, uh, for this game. So it was like, you know, it's, it's um, one of those things kind of similar to what um, Last of Us does, where it's like, there are zombies, but that's really not what you should be worried about. Um, and on top of that, we have, uh, like, we know we had uh, Chris Avalon working right. on um, working on Dying Light too, but he's not the only like big writer that's um, that's moving over. Mm-hmm. They got a guy from or a writer from uh, The Witcher Three, yeah, that was responsible for the Bloody Bear. Yeah, movie. I heard about that too. And that about um, made me cream. That's 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 big because that's a hell of a that's a hell of a writer to get on mm-hmm. your team from a game that has just a crazy pedigree. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that that's up there. Um, cool. Anything else? I don't know. I mean, overall, like I agree with you. I think that this E three was extremely good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely ready to see some more about these games. I'm a little worried about like what my body and wallet are going to be capable of playing all this shit. Um, yeah, no doubt. Like, the amount of games I have now, I'm, I'm way behind. I mean, I, I haven't beat Quantum Break. I haven't beat Assassin's Creed. I haven't beat Far Cry. And I'm getting these fucking Far Cry DLCs coming out now. Um, you know, I, I'm... Uh, I put a lot of work in and it's not getting me a lot yet. <laughs> you know, I've actually heard yeah. that uh, Far Cry's ending's pretty weak. Um, so I'm not super yeah. worried about that. I'm probably going to dig into the DLCs more, but, um, you know, there, there's just so much coming and it's, a lot of it is multiplayer. Um, a lot of it is like really yep. long single player games. That's why I get really excited about those like cab driver text games. That's like a four hour game, you know? Sure. So it's like, yeah. I like the, the satisfaction of getting in and getting out. Um, there's a lot of cool, like off the wall stuff. There's a lot of good, like adventure games coming out, which, you know, for a while died out. Uh, Telltale brought them back, and then they kind of died out again, and now they're coming back strong. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm excited for a lot. I mean, I... 
Yeah, it works for me because I like having a single-player game, um, and then I like having a multiplayer game that I don't. Like, I like having those two. Like, it's like, well, I'm kind of bored with, you know, playing the single-player game. I guess I'll see what these guys are up to right. and play this multiplayer right. thing. Um, so that, you know, that works for me. But, yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of good stuff. And, I you know, a lot of good stuff I can't wait to see more about. Um, I guess we had to agree for MGI Game of Show. What do you think? Um, well, of the, did we, we didn't really have much overlap. I think um, we could say probably, I, I think it would be fair to say, for all of us that were live streaming and then just for the two of us here talking about it now, the, the best game, showing off game, surprise, all that put together is probably Smash Brothers. Um, and then the best surprise is probably well, Cyberpunk. We we had a pretty big excitement around Beyond Good. That's definitely true. Um, everybody was like really shocked to see that. I just think that they didn't show enough to really properly. Plus, it's so far out. I think like Beyond yeah. Good and Evil Two, I think is going to be the the number one game of next year's show. You know what I mean? Um, sure. Yeah. So you know, it, it's it's one of those things where like. I try not to look too much at the stuff that's really far out. Like, I didn't talk about Starfield almost at all. And, like, that's right, basically right. what I live for. Um, like, when Starfield hits, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. Um, so. I think there's, I, I think we have that with several yeah. games here, you know. Cyberpunk, Starfield, uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Um, I mean, a lot of people that yeah. played, uh, apparently there was a gameplay demo of Cyberpunk that was behind closed doors at E3. Um, yep. And people have said, I don't think this is running on current gen hardware. And, yeah, I, I you know, also CD Projekt came but out and they... said, no, this is, this is PS4 Pro, this is Xbox One X. It's possible that they'll only run on those. They might be the first game that only runs on the 4K systems. Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I imagine that this game will be um, at the end of mm -hmm. this gen. Uh, probably even GTA Five style branching into next Yeah, it could be. Like I so, um, I don't expect to see Starfield on this gen. I don't expect to oh, see certainly Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. I don't Definitely expect to see not. Elder Scrolls on next gen. It'll be the one after that. <clears throat> it typically Damn. only release one or two games per console. It's right? usually it's usually about every five years right. with that. But that so two per console. Yeah. Usually. Um, yeah. Um, and we've had none this generation for Elder, no Elder Scrolls. Scrolls games, right? Um, just yeah. Fallout Four, and then right. very quickly Fallout Seventy Six, which. Actually, looking at timelines, it actually it's, has been longer. It's not even. Yeah, it has, but it, that's not even like well, a like, like a like a violently new tech. Oh you right, know what yeah. I mean? They're just branching off yeah. of four and then building. Essentially, they were able that, to so. keep. Well, you know, honestly, we haven't played it, but it looks like they were able to keep four's quality while adding multiplayer and not make the quality any better. That's what it looks like. Yeah, and I think that's going to be obtained by dropping out a lot mm. of story. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's so. definitely something I'm excited for, but I'm not going to go. Uh, like whole ham and like dedicate my life to Fallout 76 because I think it's going to be something that I'm into for maybe a couple months. Um, not right. like a normal Bethesda for game sure. that you play for like seven years. Yeah. Skyrim that people are still Skyrim, playing yeah. on their uh, Amazon Alexa. Yeah, Fallout. All the Fallout games. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, overall, I think a really great show. Uh, really great E3. Um, yeah. Promising year of games ahead of us. It's good to see that we're not like. Um, you know, limited to like every two years is really good. And then the years in between suck, like kind of what happened in the beginning of the, you know, the PS4 Xbox one era. Um, 
Like the first couple of years were really cool. And then like nothing happened for like three or four years. Um, yeah. It was, and it, it, it wasn't dead. It was, it was like there'd be like, one or two big excitement. per year. Um, yeah. But now they've kind of established themselves. Yeah. And it's like this, these are the keys that you have to look exactly. forward to. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I agree. Great show. Um, if you guys would like to see all of these shows, uh, head over to twitch.tv backslash Mammoth Games mm-hmm. Inc. Head into our collection and look up the E3 2018 collection. We start at the top with the EA Play, taking you all the way down through Nintendo um, on the last day of uh, big press conferences, directs. Um, and uh, as well, don't forget, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. to check all the top news and video game stuff there. We're talking about all of these games over there, so come chat with us and follow us on Twitter so you know when we go live. For our podcast, for D&D, which uh, we're actually looking into some cool stuff, right? In, uh, well, we started last yeah. night. We'll, you know, um, moving forward. Um, uh, but follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc. Uh, thank you, guys, if you did join us for E3 2018. Um, we look forward to doing this uh, doing this more mm-hmm. going forward. Um, who knows? There's a couple conferences a year. Maybe we can. Uh, and the other ones are much smaller. Right. So. We won't have to record like uh, nine episodes about them. <laughs> Yeah, well, we had 17 hours of recording this year, which was insane. Um, So we'll, uh, you know, we hope to see you guys out for those other ones. In the meantime, uh, chat with us on Facebook. We look forward to talking with you. But for Mammoth Games Inc., guys, thank you for hanging out. I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Card. Have a good one.